The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Enough. <laughs> More beans, Mr. Taggart. That's perfect. <laughs> we're like ripping. <laughs> we're ripping right. Frank. That's a, <laughs> look out, Herp Ho and uh, Hippity Hoppity. How you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer, the old uh, Kimmer Show podcast, uh, with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. Uh, also, the mechanical mangler at the controls, Philander at El Flando Condo. Are we uh, up uh, Facebook and YouTube and all that good stuff? Excellent. Um, it's uh, Wednesday, the 19th of, uh, 19th of October, podcast number 488, uh, which I think is fairly amazing. Fridays will be my 500th. Oh, no, for your Holy Crap at Sports, yeah, best I, podcast. Uh, no kidding. Well, how many uh, do, you, do you, how come you're so far ahead of us? I started almost a year before we did. Oh, well, there you are. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't want to do one. Well, yeah, there you are. Uh, anyway, and again, if, if you go to thekimmershow.net, it opens up into all kinds of things that you can link us with the radio station Extra 106.3. We do stuff Friday morning. I call in and they play our podcast Saturdays at noon. I guess you probably know that if you listen to the podcast. Anyway, and uh, we're very grateful. Also, uh, the new post office box. Um, uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And I got I'm going to answer a couple of questions on one of the uh, people who one of the uh, Mark who uh, sent us a very nice donation and add some questions and comments. And we'll get to those, too. And, and we got a whole bunch of newsy stuff. Um, uh, anything new from you guys since last we met? If you don't hear from me in the next two days. Oh, now what? Check Grady Hospital. Oh, what'd you do now? You lost another liver? Come on, man. Well, tonight. I'm heading downtown. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, even wor- little five points. Oh, my God. I, I may be you dead. know, 20 years ago, I, I would know. meet you down there. Oh, okay? yeah. So, no hey, I'll, I'll, you know what the hell? I'll, we went I'll high school. Up. Yeah. Uh-huh. See what's, what's going on down there? Yeah. Craig Ferguson is at the Variety Playhouse, and I think he's just one of the funniest human beings that has ever lived. He used to do the late is night he talk still shows. A, is he still working? Yeah, he, tour, he tours. He, he but, does. I mean, he was a late night guy, yeah. but he was before that. Well, where did he start? He where do a, I know he, him from? He was an actor. And a comedian. Yeah, he was an actor and a comedian. He was in a lot of stuff. But I'm kind of, I'm trying to remember where before he, a long time before he became the late night host guy, he was doing something. Comedian. That I, that, yeah, he's a comedian. I guess. I Stand guess that's up. what it was. Yeah, he's a funny guy. So you're going to little five points yeah. in your car? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I want video of this. Well, this is, I this should is go down there and just, is, just this... stop and just stay there for the whole night. You watch somebody watch take my, your car I'll away. I'll pay you to watch my car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, senor. Just grab you know, first, first time I drove to Tijuana and we crossed the border and the little kids come up. You want us to watch your car? Yes, we do. Yes, I hey, do very Meester. much. But um, here, just take some more of these ones, you know. What are you saying there? <laughs> you don't see an Uber down there. <laughs> yeah, please watch my car. The problem with Uber is that i got to stand outside the sidewalk waiting for Uber to Uber come back and get me. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking. They've got parking there. I mean, uh, it's, it's just, parking. It's not a lot, so I'm going to get there early, early yeah. before dark. I could also just park it with Stereo, which is down the road. 
and, and park there because they have valet and I could walk over or I could park in manuals. But even though that, that parking isn't great now, and that's a longer walk. So I'll just try and park there and just. You no, know. like you said, you're going to get there early. So Is that know. tonight you were saying? Yeah, tonight. tonight. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, how much your tickets to Craig Ferguson? Oh, God, it was like, it, but I'm, I was treating myself. Uh, it was like 70 bucks once wow. you get in. Now, how big is this place? Where, where well, is the it? Variety Playhouse is like oh, a it's small a theater. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's so how, 800, how maybe much? Eight hundred, like eight, like yeah, six, seven, eight hundred. Yeah, they have music. Oh, that's not there. bad. I'm, not. I'm just, you know, how much money can he make in a sh- as a year for one? My night? friend does the booking for the Variety Playhouse. We'll ask him how much. No, he he, uh, Craig, no, uh, Craig, Fer- uh, Craig Ferguson's a well-known guy. You're going to see him. You know, you you're leaving your place. I don't to know if it's sold out, but it'll be a lot of people. But you know, let's say he gets, if you get five hundred people and fifty bucks a ticket, he obviously doesn't get all that money, so he oh. probably gets ten bucks a shot or whatever. Well, so he got a lot three, of four thousand dollars. I don't think he really needs the money, but he loves to do it. He loves to travel. Yeah. I'm just curious. I, yeah, I guess you have to work all the time on the road, uh, yeah. working these little small playhouses, trying to you know make. I don't. Maybe they're all rich. I don't. I have no idea to do a stand up uh, on the road. But anyway, well, uh, well, you got to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> let you know if I live. Yeah. Now, isn't there a ball game tonight? A playoff game? Isn't I there think another? There, yeah, I think there's a couple of ball games tonight. Both of them I are think, both of them today, tonight? don't they? Well, at least I one thought they got one. Uh, didn't they get one day? Well, no, I don't know. I, I should have looked up. I don't have it. I, in fact, we'll talk sports here in a minute. In fact, I got a bunch of baseball things. Oh, oh, oh! Did you? I sent you the videos. I bet you didn't watch them. I sent you the videos. I did. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. I mean, I'm, Phillies I, I, play it's the, unbelievable. Phillies play the Padres at 4:35 today, and the Yankees play the Astros at 7:37. Outstanding. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing after you know. Well, I got I'm going to record them and then so. come home and watch them. Yeah. So I won't pay attention. Um, anyway, now we got a whole bunch. Of, uh, let me. I've got. I want to read a couple. Of thank you notes here i mean uh, uh i'm reading some notes to uh, thanking us and i'm thanking them also i've sent uh, like three different videos on the camera show podcast facebook page um uh let's see we'll talk about that if you don't mind also the uh, post office box uh the the loner car the uh, mother Teresa texting and show you the kind of uh, senses of humor that this weird freaking team of ours has uh, here also together um watching ghosts and i have uh let me ask you this uh for some reason peter suggested we have a a ghost off of uh, talking about the uh, series the tv show ghosts on our friday show after club. thursday night a ghost club uh, so if you watch the show ghost which I never did until Pete said it was funny. And I thought, well, it looks, I mean, it, it sounded stupid, but it's a very funny show. It's very clever. It's well-written. The British one's funny, yeah. too. I, no, I, don't, I haven't seen that one. But anyway, so I'm catching, I've got two more to go, but I, I'm catching up and I'll definitely watch it Thursday night. This is Wednesday as we speak. Anyway. And, and the, one of the episodes I just watched yesterday at some point was the one where the guys, what's the owner, the owner, the, the Indian or Eastern African guy, the star, the man star, the, the guy. What's the question? The, the, what's his sister? What's his name? Sashish or something? No, I can't remember. No, it's a normal name. Yeah, and his sister comes to visit and she got catfished. Yeah. And I thought to myself, where the hell did they come up with the term catfish for this? I don't know. Well, I know. Oh, you do? Okay. And that's coming up. That's what we call a tease. Why are you teasing? What? There's no breaks, so why are you teasing? No, I'm just, I'm, well, people probably get bored with me. And, but, you know, you know what's you know. going to happen? You're going to forget. Hey, I'm, I probably might forget. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm really write bad it down. these days with names. I'm, I'm just <sighs> awful. They, they just won't come out of my mouth. I mean, it's, anyway, uh, we'll talk about voting. We'll talk about uh, uh, President Showers with Daughter. Um, and I mean, honestly, guy, you know, spelling out dot com with the spelling D O T common saying dot com. Um, we'll talk 
talk about his $7 gas comment, how sorry he was because he doesn't know where he is. Uh, a great analysis very quickly of the FBI involved in that case where, the, of course, in, in Washington, D.C., the jury case of that Russian guy, totally innocent, all oh. charges. Well, you knew. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, but there's a, there's a great, very short, and I'm going to read it very short, analysis by Greg Jarrett, which puts everything into perspective of what we've been saying ever sometime, especially about the FBI. I would talk about that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, the Iran girl, uh, they come in now to uh, come into the schools to tell, take them away and kill them. Uh, Tim Allen getting uh, all kinds of, of a reaction to his, uh, who's the king of woke? Who's their spokesperson? Uh, the, uh, we'll do the quick thing on the restaurant guy, uh, Corden, getting thrown out of a restaurant and then getting back again. <coughs> Excuse me. Corden's the guy who replaced Craig Ferguson. Right. Oh, that's right, too. That's right, too. Well, there, there's a tie there. Also, I got a bunch of things in baseball on Pete uh, and some other issues as to it. And we're going to talk about uh, uh, some kind of grammar lesson for the Kimmer, a new Christmas drink, and a movie quiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Movie we got quiz. so much. Now, um, oh, oh, and I also realized this today, and I, I don't know why I'm admitting this, and I'm sure nobody cares. However, for some reason, when I'm, uh, I, I know what I was doing, I was writing out thank you notes uh, this morning. And every time I write out a zip code or something, when I come to the letter three, I freeze. I can't write the letter three without making myself write it. I don't know. That's the dumbest what? The number three? The number, the, the one, two, three. The number yeah, three, not saying, T-H-R-E-E. Oh, the letter. Okay. If, I'm writing, if I'm writing a zip code, 44321, I'll write 44321. What the hell is that? I mean, I can do it, but, it's, but if, I, if I just do it in the same speed with the others, it's not even legible. <laughs> I don't know what that. I thought I did it this morning. I was going to say, "What the hell's wrong with you?" <laughs> I mean, is that a thing? I don't, is, that, is that like a ghost thing, or a, you know, from the great beyond sort of a deal? Jason just asked, "Do you have applications for a new co-host?" <laughs> oh my God! Wait, well, Jesus! Maybe. Keep your mind, Jason. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, see, they're turning on me. They're turning on me. Yeah, and I was just going to thank what? you for the, we're getting some donations coming into the post yeah, office box, uh, 1432-1432. Now, Deborah says she's actually sent something tangible. Well, now, here, that, well, I'm going to get to that here in a second. In fact, we'll do, uh, let's do it right, right now. now. Um, I went to the post office the other day, and they left me a note saying, is this really you? And I thought, oh, God. So, and then they said, there's a note that says there's a package here that doesn't fit right. in the post office box. And so I went uh, into the regular post office section, and it was 19 people in line. 19 people in line. How many people in the counter? Uh, one, and then a second one came back and forth. I think they go back, they got 19, Bill. What's, your, what's the over-under on 23? I mean, I, I, and I love the post office. I mean, I do. I think, I think you know, 50 cents for a stamp to go across country in four days, be hand-delivered to the guy you sent it to, is a freaking remarkable right. achievement. I really I spent, do. Uh, across an entire continent. But why do they put the worst ones behind the counter? <laughs> Oh, here's a note on my car. I sent a video oh. on the car. Oh, God. Uh, if they have even looked at oh, it. Okay, that's great. Uh, anyway, well, that's... that's uh, anyway, whatever. Um, 
What was I? I have no idea what it's like. Oh, the post office, post office. So there was well, a note that's... you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I can just... I'm watching baseball all day. But I, if I, later on, i got to go to the store and get some kind of food uh, and take care of my food needs They'll and everything your, else. They'll bring you food that's to your house now, you know. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't want anybody around here. Um, anyway, so... Um, Oh, well, the post office. So, at the door. So, so I, I, I couldn't, so I had to go the next day. So yesterday I went to the post office, picked up the box, and uh-huh, uh-huh, here, uh-huh. and I put this on Facebook. I guess you guys don't really look at Facebook, the uh, podcast, no, but the Facebook thing. Here is our friend, and this is from uh, Deborah, the uh, buggy car lady. I don't know what that means, but these are I, full size Milky Way. Well, Pete, well, Deborah, sorry, <laughs> I, sorry, Pete is, <laughs> tells you to no, go it's, shove it's it. Wonderful. But, but anyway, just, we, it's wonderful. It's one of the few I, I uh, know. Well, we got M- M- Milky Ways right, anyway it. because I was complaining. And these are the regular, original, full size yeah. Milky Ways. It's better I don't eat that because so, I just ate a damn Nasly Crunch while I'm sitting <laughs> well, here. I, well, I brought that in case you did because I remember you have a thing about caramel in your candy. I, I, thought, I like a little bit, but not a whole bunch. And, and these Milky are good because they have a lot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so th- let me I make sure I'm out of order here in my thing here. Uh, so that was from Deborah. Also, I uh, put a video. I can't. I should have sent this to you personally because I know you never look at the podcast videos, uh, Facebook videos. I put the video of me with your cereal, and and um, it was actually quite good. Now, I would have probably, and in fact, I did, <laughs> add a little sugar to it, but mm-hmm. I think we talked about this. Uh, what's the, what was the name of it again? Grape Grains. And, and it's, it's by whom? Do we know? Post. Some nature co- oh, it's by Post? Post. Okay. That's but right. it's, not, it's not like uh, Post uh, uh, Wheat. Well, who made the uh, Wheaties? Who made the Wheaties? Oh, that was uh, 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 Wheat Flakes. General Mills. Yeah. I think. Anyway, so so, uh, but it had it had uh, sugary type things in yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's. T- and I noticed yesterday when I went to Kroger, they have a new one. They have a blueberry one. They have the cranberry, and now they have a red berry, strawberry, and almond, hmm. which I, I bought. I'm going to try that next because yeah. that sounds really yeah. good. Now it, it's it was actually very tasty. There's video on the Cover Show podcast. No, no, it's not sour at all. Oh no, no, it's not sour. Cranberries are sweet. Yeah, and uh, well, they can be, uh, but and, and they were also coated, I think, with some yeah. kind of sugary sugar. thing. And I, now I did. I had a, a couple of bites, and it was good. And then I, of course, added my sugar because that's what I do. <laughs> and I've also <laughs> and it's not as bad as other no, cereals. Good. And I, I assume this is healthy. Is that a deal on it? No. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you remember last week we talked about the cereals that were not healthy, like right. Special K, <laughs> Brand Flake. Life. I mean, yeah, yeah. Life, Raisin <laughs> yeah. Brand. Life and Raisin Brand and Special. They're no good. They're no good. It's all sugar. <laughs> and, you know, Might yeast well or something. Chocolate frosted sugar bombs <laughs> yeah. like Calvin Alvin and Hobbes. Ma- mash yeast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, 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 okay, can I, can I do some thank you notes here uh, quickly? Yeah. Uh, um, and I'm sorry to Jason is well, so Before you me. do so, Yes. Uh, thank you. Notes brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. There you are. Closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. That's 404-255-0589 for Atlanta Custom Closets. You need a closet refurbished or built or come in and they can tell you what to do with your closet, like burn this closet down. Closetpro.net <laughs> is the Boom. place to grow. It's <laughs> a new house. Is Lucas the podcast still living in your closet? Is that uh, what he does? He's out there chilling. Okay. In fact, he was out. He was out. Uh, I, he, when he saw me, he scooted. But but still, it's getting better. And he was yeah. out here again near me while I was sitting here a minute ago too. So you should go there. sometimes get it early and just sit on the couch out there and see if he'll wander out to you at the couch. I think it'd scare him. 
Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm happy to do it. What are you eating, by the way? What's your lunch yeah. today? No, I just had a Milky Way. Milky Way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I did see you. I, I pulled in, and I, I, I saw you getting some. What, what was you? Did you have food? Just got a barbecue sandwich. Barbecue sandwich, right? And, and any special place or anything unusual? Uh, smoke Rise Barbecue right up the street. And what did that? Was it just a sandwich? Or yeah, I, just, I literally just got the sandwich, and I had some sides that I kind of. Okay. Now, what did the here. sandwich cost? Did it get it? Somebody delivering a, a barbecue sandwich? Yeah, it was sandwich. a little price. It was like 12 bucks. Oh, my God. For well, a sandwich? Well, I mean, they had to deliver it in the cost. Jesus, so. Flounder, come on, man. You've I just got home. I money bags here. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't do that that often anymore. I haven't, this is, that's the yeah. first time I've but done it this I would week. just remind, you know, isn't it amazing? I mean, just think of That's that. why I don't do that that much anymore. It, and they're saying, you know, recession is 100%. We're in, I mean, we're having it. It's here. Well, they won't yeah. announce it until after the midterms well, November the Republicans, 10th, yeah. and then they'll wait two months, and then they'll say the Republicans yeah. caused it. Yeah, when we went back to Congress. Yeah, but I mean, Monday when I got home, I said, you know, I haven't had Pizza Hut pizza in a long time. I love the stuffed crust pizza. I used to love pizza. pizza Hut pizza, yeah. And I go, what the hell? So I ordered it, and I'm looking at that brownie they had, and says, what the hell? I'll order the brownie, too. So I ordered it. I ordered it. The second I put it in on the phone, I did it online, my phone rings, and it's Pizza Hut. And he goes, I, I hate to tell you this, we don't have a driver tonight. Is there any chance you can oh, come pick God it up? And, and I said, I can't really pick it up tonight. I just got home, and I don't want to get it back out again. He goes, he says, no problem. I'll void, I'll void it, and I'll, it'll be off your thing by tomorrow. But uh, they didn't have a driver. I, well, I mean, I have. And I, and I wanted to give them the money and not the other ones. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, the other, and so I drove over there. It's by the Kroger I go to. And I'll tell you the Kroger story in just a second. Uh, they have the signups that drivers wanted for the uh, for pizza. I'll bet. So you want to? So anyway, I'm in Kroger, and I go to the milk and I get me some milk. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like, you can tell I'm getting older. I go, Gee, it's not going to be long now before the old eggnog's going to be out. Uh, here we right? go. Ten feet. Oh, Ten no. feet I walk, the Mayfield eggnog is already oh, out. Oh my God. Who the hell? What Philistine is drinking eggnog? In October, there's already yeah. And in fact, I've, one of the memes going around is people are posting with signs saying, "No Christmas decorations," <laughs> you know, before They're Thanksgiving. Doing commercials. I mean, it's unbelievable. Old Navy's already doing yeah. the commercials. Uh, uh, come on, jeez. Well, I, you know, on the other hand, if I were a merchant, uh, I, and I, you know, I'd be a kind of look what's going on. And someone said, if you want something like you even think you, you is going to be popular, you better order it. You better do it now because they're going to run out of crap. Yeah. Well, or not be in able America, to get it. In America, we're going to run out yeah. of crap. Right. Well, it's the new America. It's the, it's the it, new no, Democrat no, no, no. America. This isn't the new normal. This is the <laughs> Democrat no, no, not, normal. Not new normal, the new America, but it's only temporary. It better be. Uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, especially if you help us keep this podcast on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I, podcast <laughs> sorry. on the podcast? Again, uh, the, the and uh, our uh, uh, post office box address is there. A couple of quick thank yous. May I? I'm just uh, sure. uh, Roman. Thank you so much, Roman, to keep you guys on the air. Uh, JC sent us in here for the years of entertainment. Uh, one of my favorites was a blank piece of paper. Just a check from somebody. <laughs> which uh, I thought. Now, a couple, a couple things which I think well, were... Before you do that, yeah, crazy insane. Just wrote, Kimmer can't afford a sandwich at Flounder's buying twelve dollar sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a job. Yeah, that's right, he's working. <laughs> he's working. You know, and he's again, that's why, that's why we're talking about the uh, the post office box to send us a check because, I, you know, honestly, I, I I was I got really sad this morning. I thought to myself. Uh, it's really over. I mean, I'll, I'm never going to go back on the radio. Probably not. No, me either. 
and, and I, and for some reason I've been kind of holding out the, uh, you know, assuming the people hear the podcast, I'm going to say, Hey, you know, those guys are pretty good. Let's get, we can do an afternoon show at little diddly squat station up in freaking Rome, Georgia or something right now, you know, yeah. I pay him 20 grand and I'll bet they come to work for I'll it. Yeah, we North probably Georgia. would, yeah, you know, go. we go to North Georgia, we're yeah. in Tacoa, 25 grand, North Georgia, right? Hiawassee. Next week. Hiawassee. And by, I love <sighs> Helen, uh, anywhere up there, bald, uh, bald mountain. I mean, uh, 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 down bald, I don't bald mountain, you idiot. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, well, we can but, both go. But, but it's but it's not going to happen. I mean, and so I, it's it's over, and I and so this is you know. And I thought ah. this anyway, is it. So anyway, so thank you, thank you. Now a couple of a, 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 a couple of touching things. First of all, this is from Kimberly. Kimberly replies to a lot of our uh, uh, a lot of my podcast. Uh, Facebook postings, uh, videos, and so forth. Right. Look at how pretty her handwriting is. Isn't it just. Yeah. This guy's done hard by a robot. But she, no, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. No human rights. Original, like this beautiful uh, handwriting. If you were going to look oh, at the example. Jasmine. No, now stop. It's a notepad. <laughs> um, uh, and just beautiful handwriting. And it says, Dear Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, and Lucas. You got your yeah, podcast in here. Uh, sending little checks, support of the podcast. And then she says, My first love is the horses. And the videos you share are so uplifting in a very bright spot of my day. I treasure my picture of Jack the Good Boy. I sent a picture of Jack the Good Boy. Um, and the bond you share was truly beautiful. Missing him, as I know you must. Anyway, uh, she said, hope this will help and uh, get you all a few cheeseburgers, which is true. Uh, and, and one more kind of similar. And the reason I'm reading it is because... Uh, it, but, but because of the link, uh, uh, Cameron, close the donation memory of your boy, Jack. He looks like such a big, lovable character. Uh, please use whatever portion you want on carrots for the horses. <laughs> uh, Kirby must spend a bundle on carrots every month, so I hope this helps. And please give a few extra carrots to the boys from me. They're just magnificent. Uh, she uh, found our videos when she was going through a tough time, and they uplifted her day. Uh, she said, my parents were quarter horse breeders, so your videos reminded me of home as well but you know again that's these silly horse videos that i do I, I go four days a week to the stables all really can handle because of stuff but um and that's why i do it is because it's just it is a thing and uh, so I'm, I'm grateful and thank you for your donations can i also thank you for something yeah how helpful you are that i was getting out of my car and i'm coming into the <laughs> i'm literally walking in the door here to come do this and i got your text telling me what the the subjects we should talk about and look up today as I'm walking just, in the door. I just got the text from Flounder <laughs> of a thing he sent us on Pete Townsend. Did you get that? Yeah. Uh, but I got it like four minutes before we walked. I was and boy, what the hell is this? And it just showed up. So I, I guess something's going on Something when things don't go. Yeah. But, that, you know, that's uh, every day, pretty much every day, is sometime late in the afternoon, my internet goes out. I'm on the. Oh. I'll, 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 I'll hit the reverse thing to go to read, read some I was reading before. Oh. oh, you've lost internet connection. No, I haven't. You lost internet connection. Oh, know, for months. For months. Geez. They have been begging us to switch from AT and T to the fiber fiber thing. Get rid of the copper yeah. cables. Do the fiber. So I came in. They did the fiber and all the glass fiber. Whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is going to do optics. this and this and this. What is it? Fiber optics. Fiber optics. Fiber optics. Yeah. Zero difference. Yeah, the, the internet's to as them, slow as ever. So. The the DVR does it still stops and starts like it always. There's not a, not a. A whiff of difference yeah. between it. Yeah, well. Um, one more uh, uh, thank you note and a very generous donation from our friend Mark. Uh, and, and, and it goes, <laughs> you could tell he's a long time listener. He goes, Hello, 
Kimmer. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I listened to you guys back in the ni- early 90s and was bummed out when that radio station, uh, when you left, although I didn't know at the time the bastards pushed you out. He used to listen to Russian than us. Um, and then he found us on uh, the last station that bit the dust because of the uh, China kill virus. Uh, then he says, by the way, my wife and I have been making your gluggata gluggata Thanksgiving turkeys for over 20 years. They're fantastic. <laughs> and every For Thanksgiving, I'll do my turkey. Right. It's, um, it's, it's wine-basted. What turkey. about the Wednesday after Halloween? Because Halloween's on a Monday. Do it then. Get, do it early. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, and, it, and this is pretty funny, too. He says, uh, you want to know how I know you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know he's a long time. I mean, what is just, it this time? He says, uh, you know, you don't know, know you're gay. You like the cures. Friday, I'm in love. Yeah. But apparently so am I because I miss it. Please bring it back. Okay, flounder on Friday. Oh, you whoa. have to do uh, da, 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 and I'll do a little bit. Really? We're going to do that again? But we'll do it on Friday. Well, why not? I mean, we I don't hear it. I can make it the intro for the Friday yeah, show. that's what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. Do, that's not a problem. Exactly. Just every Friday, do the instead of the other one, the normal one. By the way, if you had Netflix, you could be watching a documentary on Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh, right God, now. I hate them. I hate them. I don't. There's not one song of theirs I will on the radio I will listen to. Not one. I, it's, I'm it's nothing your, personal. It's your theme song. I, I didn't pick it. And it's not the one I would have used. I would have used. Uh, <coughs> what I was going to use. I was going to use either Bad to the Bone, which I think is a great riff, or um, the uh, summer, uh, uh, Summer's Gone, not Summer's Gone, but something like Boys of Summer. Oh, that's too, no, that's too wussy. Okay, that's Bad but, to but, the Bone but the, with a good one. Uh, bad to the Bone would be great. And, and, but the Boys of Summer, the guitar part of it is, is I mean, it's, it, it's a perfect voiceover stuff. But not for you. No, it's okay. not I, Again, it was just, it was, you know, but whatever happened. So, but I don't like their music. I just Wayne don't like their it? music. Yeah, Wayne <laughs> And again, or I think it was Mikey. I think Mikey, Mike Rose. Really? Huh. Was our was my first producer back then, uh, and um, or maybe Sluggo did it. I'd slide Eric slide Um but I I just don't I really don't care for their music. I don't I don't care for uh, Three Dog Night, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Blood Sweat and Tears. You know, Jeremiah's a bullfrog. Oh, I don't, I mean, yeah, you know, see what I mean? I mean, I just, it's not my, I'm, you know, I'm Beach Boys and Motown and, you know, stuff like that. And the Beatles and, you know, anyway, whatever. All right. So he said, no, I know you're gay. Friday in my love. Okay. A couple things. <laughs> and I'll clean this up. <laughs> he says, uh, what the blank is a dog target? Because <laughs> when, when I used to do herping and hoeing, I would say, ready in your dog target. <laughs> like that. Well, a yeah. dog target is on the rifle range. At least in the Marines, and I, I, I assume everything else, mm-hmm. on the rifle range, one of the targets you shoot at, other than just the round bullseye, is, is called the dog target, and it's basically a silhouette of head and shoulders. If you were to take a line here and have the shoulders and the head, that's the dog target. The reason it's called the dog target is because it's the, it's the letter, the, the fourth target that they designed or that uh-huh. they have. So it's the D target. And in military lingo, uh, you know, uh, uh, Alpha, Beta, it's not Alpha, Beta, it's Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. And instead of saying uh, delightful, it's, uh, you know, dog, uh, Charlie dog. And so it becomes the dog target. But it's not because it's anything to do with the dog. And by the way, if you Google that, all you'll get is the story of the target uh, a, a department store and their dog as a symbol of the target dog symbol. <laughs> but anyway, that's why they call it the dog target. That's what it is, a dog target. He says there's no such thing as an Australian Ridgeback, which is I've been saying. He says there's a Rhodesian Ridgeback. 
I used to have one of those. Have I been missing it the whole, miss, uh, calling this the whole time? I thought it was Australian, Australian Ridgeback. Australian Shepherd, I think is what that's called. Oh, I, know, I know Australian Shepherds. I, they're beautiful. Uh, great little doggies. No, but you're the only person that called it an Australian Ridgeback. Well, I, get, I, get, I apologize. I'm sorry. I guess I guess it is a Rhodesia. Yeah, that's oh, no, right. No, it's a Zimbabwe. I'm so sorry. Zimbabwe region. Well, no, we don't, we don't want to talk about Zimbabwe. <laughs> we don't want to mention Rhodesia. Yeah, no, we don't want to mention Rhodesia. Um, and he, uh, just uh, in for our information, he says, BB, we, I think we were talking about BB guns and pellet guns. I used to, did you ever have a pellet gun? A CO2 cartridge pellet no, gun? No, we were not. They, they shoot that. lead slugs as yeah, opposed we to BBs. Uh, do you have one, Founder? I had one in grade school. Really? Yeah. Cool. He says, uh, BBs and pellets are the same caliber, 177. While it's true that there are larger calibers of pellet guns, a, a, a 22, for example, almost no one uses them. Every BB gun I and every one of my friends could ever shoot both BBs and pellets. Boy, not me. Uh, CO2 versus pump made no difference other than some CO2 pistols shoot only BBs or pellets, but not both. I remember uh, we always had the, uh, the pump BB guns, you know, uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, well, the original ones were the lever action, but then, uh, then they had the pump ones where you could pump up the power the more you yeah. pumped it the yeah, more yeah, yeah. farther it went. I, I once broke off the stock it's the back Robert, right yeah i broke that off the, so it looked like the rifleman yeah and uh, I, could, yeah. I could hold it close to me and no one knew i had it well so. that's i have one of those it's uh, by henry yeah. rifle i have the uh, mare's leg which get, is very close to get a little aside here before yeah. we get too far in fact you'll see the mare's leg if you look closely yeah. on one of the videos i posted on the kimmer show facebook page uh, concerning uh, something involving um, uh, uh, Pete's cereal. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> Cecil Rhodes. The I British know that guy. Name. The British guy who went to Africa. Okay. Yeah. And basically, show, think of the balls on this guy. <laughs> he shows up in deep, darkest Africa, looks around, and says, I know you people have been here a million years, but from now on, this place is named after me. <laughs> Rhodesia. <laughs> the balls on that man <laughs> to show up and just say, from now on, this is Rhodesia. Well, he's British, you know. I mean? <laughs> I mean, come on. Hey, come in. So, you know, the stiff upper lip and all that, you and know. They're like, who yes, the fuck yes. is this guy? <laughs> well, he's Who elected him? Mr. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, and he says, uh, you haven't done this in a while, but please stop referring to attractive women as minks. M-I-N-K-S. Mink are dark-colored, semi-aquatic. I mean, no, I, I've said in my life, hey, man, my, my, boy, she was a little mink. You know, I, it, it's, an old, it's an old man thing. Well, that's, he's making the point. He said, <laughs> mink are dark-colored, semi-aquatic, carnivorous mammals of the genera Neovision and Mustela and part of the family Mustelidae, which also includes weasels, otters, and ferrets. Otter. The term you're looking for is minks, M-I-N-X, an impudent, cunning, or boldly flirting flirtatious girl or young woman, as in, you saucy little minx. Yeah. Thanks, Jarhead, Pete, and Flounder for all you do. I gotta go, you're killing me, Semper Fi from Mark. I mean, what a night, you know, I mean, I, uh, I love you guys, honest to God, and thank you, thank you, uh, because it, I, I swear it really, uh, really uh, you know, helps. the thing is, I, uh, ferrets, I wouldn't want anywhere near me. They're cute to watch They're for supposed a to be great pets. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want but them. But they they're kind of slinky, and they Well, they I can, can watch otters all day. Oh, the play with right, the rocks yeah. on their chest, uh, eat their the clams? What is it about Absolutely. otters? 
Everybody could watch otters. They're cute. They're, they're, I mean, they're funny. The Chattahoochee, you see them down there? They That's look great. like they have personalities, yeah. and they do goofy things with those little hands, and they're, you know, smacking themselves with a rock to break up I follow up a Twitter seafood. account that just, all it does is put otter stuff on there. It's funnier now. They're, they're great. I remember when I, well, you were in, you probably saw them live out on the coast of San Francisco area or, or down Actually, south. in San Diego, there, are, there aren't any oh, down there. I used to there. see them all the time when I was in San Francisco and had nothing. I had see no, them here in the Chattahoochee yeah. more than I saw Back them. I was, I was there for two years, uh, and I didn't, I didn't, didn't have a girlfriend. I was just rode, rode my Harley uh, trips up and down the Ghost Coast Highway or up into the mountains and stuff. And I used to see the natural sea, go to the wharfs and stuff, see them all the time. The seals in San Diego are snobs. I lived down in o- Ocean Beach, which was the cheapest place to live on the beach. It's still outrageous, but it was cheap. Yeah. Uh, that's where the highway, or highway tw- it was a highway 20 went to Dallas from here, and then it becomes eight and goes to California, and uh. it ends in Ocean Beach. And that's oh, where really? everybody who rode buses or hitchhiked, that's where the hippies would get off in the 60s, and that's why, where it became a hippie yeah. enclave. Did you ever go to the Ocean Beach Hotel? Probably. I'm just, I'm, I, I Googled that, and that's the first thing that came up on that beach. Huh, that's it. Well, anyway, it's the longest concrete pier in North America. It's huge. I think I remember And I lived yeah. right above it. Yeah. But anyway, the seals don't live where I lived in Ocean Beach. No, no. The I... seals live up in La Jolla. Ah, uh, well, better garbage, <laughs> I guess. I <laughs> better re- real estate. Yes, they have better sandwiches they throw to the minions of <laughs> wildlife, I, I suppose. Um, let's see. Um, speaking of video I put on uh, the Kimber Show Facebook page, anyway, again, Thank you for your uh, generous donations. Um, oh, uh, by the way, uh, uh, did anybody send any Halloween stories? Remember, Halloween is next we, week. We so. have one, so we need okay. more. If you'd like. Billy again, sent one. We're going to say If you have a fun Halloween story or a link, something we could look up or, would, or therefore read or whatever, um, uh, send us your Halloween story. Sure. Or sure, yeah, comments, whatever, or fun incidents or whatever, and we'll uh, play with them uh, there. And, and the best way to do it is your personal one? Yeah, PeteDavis1 at Yahoo.com. Pete so Davis one at yahoo.com. There you are. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, that's a, a pretty direct way also. Do we decide if we wanted to bring somebody in for a Halloween show, a psychic or something, or Wayne, or what, who, what do we want to do? Well... What would well? What would be the, the the best thing on Halloween? Would be someone who what had a, a ghost a scary, hunter, a, 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 ghost a, hunter. A, a ghost hunter who actually had an experience. Somebody had an experience with real, you know, stuff like that. Anybody? Uh, anybody volunteer? We're in Sandy Springs. <laughs> well, there's, there's a few paranormal things here in Atlanta. I mean, Wayne and I had a little one for a while there called. Let's uh, see if we can find somebody. Or, or paranormal investigators of Georgia or Pig. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, you want to try to check it out? Should we try to? Uh, if you know anybody know a paranormal yeah. uh, ghost hunter? I mean, a real one. Yeah. Yeah. That would love to sit down and talk to us for free. Uh, please contact us. Pete Davis one at yahoo.com. Yeah, there's no money. There'll be no money. Oh. There'll be no cash. Yeah, there'll be no but money. on your deathbed, you will receive total <laughs> consciousness. I'm a ghost. <laughs> so I got that going for me, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of a low-budget podcast. In fact, somebody, um, I think it was my little friend Gretchen, sent me another one of the, you know Joe Rogan's podcast uh, comments oh, about something. Oh I'm thinking, That's, you know, what was he making, $200 million uh, sitting here talking? In the same way we are. He and Mark Marin <laughs> yeah. to get into it years ago. How Mark f- Marin too. What I mean, foresight you know? they had. Yeah. Mark Marin in the garage. I mean, and, garage. you know, and he'd bring his friends in in his garage, and you can see they're in the garage. Hell, he had Obama come into yeah. his garage. Yeah. You know, God bless him. 
Anyway, uh, so thank you, and this is our version. But again, for Halloween. <laughs> I do mine for my kitchen. Yeah, and it's a Monday. Isn't it Halloween a Monday? Did we decide that? What? Yeah, Halloween's a Monday. So somebody would have to be, if they can want to come in, they'd have to be available on Monday the... Well, well, well I guess we should ask Flounder if he... If he can yeah, I'm going to have a crazy anyway. week because that's the election week, and I'm on the afternoons as well. So we, it would oh, have my a, God. It'll have to be later. Election week. Like well, leading up to like the midterm, yeah, well, leading up to, to the week of the out. midterms, we're on in the afternoon from three so to what, four. We're talking about a week in November, though, right? Yeah, that's November seventh, isn't it? Somewhere yeah, but we're also doing it the week oh, up when to do you the start oh, that yeah. next week, oh, the Monday, the Monday yeah. to Friday, and then that Monday. Yeah. So we'll just have to do later podcasts. Oh, that in a day. Yeah. Well, so okay. I mean, I wouldn't be home till five or six. Oh, oh well, we can't do a Halloween that late because the kids will be out. Again, yeah. that's, I'll have to find yeah. out, but yeah, well, we may. Right. Maybe well, we'll do the mind. Halloween show Friday before. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and post it Monday or well, something. Well, folks, yeah. we're, we have to be flexible because yeah, you know, if you're going that goes. late, the kids will be out, and it's bad to drive around, yeah, especially no, no. in a neighborhood with a bunch of kids. Yeah, I feel weird about driving around. Yeah, well, we'll do, we'll do an early Friday it. Halloween one, and I can we can post it Friday or Monday. I mean, okay, we'll figure it out. Cool. <laughs> uh, let's Not, see. Good meeting. Good meeting. Good meeting. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, let, I was mentioning a couple things on video. Oh, um, what? Uh, yes. Oh, Catfish. Y- yesterday. Oh, I'll get. To, um, that's coming up. That's coming up. Yesterday. In fact, did I do? No, it's coming up. Uh, yesterday, for the first time this season, I held my breath and turned on the heat. Because I brought my mom, I put video on the Facebook page, podcast Facebook page of me bringing in my mums inside because they're, you know, I just got them. Your my mums? little friend Gretchen brought them to me. And they're really beautiful, but I didn't want them to die because it was going into the you know 30s. You I know you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go shopping for mums. They were a gift and I, they're on my deck and I put them out there with my flag from flagco.com. Anyway, so I brought them in and, uh, and so I put the video on there. And now I've forgotten totally what I'm talking about. The mom. Oh, oh. So I and so I go. I turned on the heat for the first time. You turned this it on. Season, turned it on. And whenever I do, I'm always afraid I'm going to blow up the place. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. You do you ever think about it when you when you go from oh. cool to, to I I do. I swear to God, I think of it every time. And and uh, and and I just you know I just think you know something you know there's a flame up there. I mean there you know there's there's a little. It's I did when I had the house. Huh? I worried about the house because yeah. it'd be a draft and. Every once in a while, we'd blow the pilot out. I had to go down there and light yeah, well, it. Well, I, I knew do, I was going to blow the house. I up. don't do pilot lights anymore. I, you know, I use. In fact, I like. It's funny that Bear would never go down with me to do it. He would stay he, upstairs. He, would know. he knew I was going to blow the yeah, house. That's up. right. He, I, I, and I used to do pilot lights and stuff. No, 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 not anymore. I used to do my own tune-ups. I used to tune up my own car till 1971 when they changed all the pollution shit on the Change cars. Change the brakes. I, I did brake. I did brake pads. I did. Yeah. I did oil, oil and lube. I did uh, points, plugs, and I condenser. Know. I know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, in like 1971 or two, whatever it was, oh my God, what is this? And the engines are covered with all these things I never knew. Recognize? They get my oil change. They have to take the engine out of the car. Yeah, it's all it's weird. Um, anyway, so so I, I I got real nervous because if there's something happened, I'm not going up there to. I mean, I go up to change the the, the uh, filter every month. Your pilot's But I'm upstairs? not going to change the pilot light. It's upstairs, and I'm not going. If it's out, I'm calling somebody. I've <laughs> never heard of a pilot light upstairs. Only it's there's a flame the up there. I always thought it was in the basement where the water heater was. You know? I don't have a basement. Uh-huh. See, it's, it's a townhouse. Okay. So they have the air conditioning units outside by the garage. Yeah. And then the, the heating and air thing is up in the attic. The actually condenser unit is up in the attic. 
Anyway, whatever. Um, so that's uh, 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 the the worst thing ever is to come is to start smelling gas. <laughs> oh. that, and I, I came out when I was living with my parents years and years and years ago. Uh, my mom was out of town, and my dad was home by himself. And I came home late one afternoon, and he was sleeping in the Barca lounger. And I walked in, and I was like, oh, "You got a gas? I smell gas." So I woke him up, I and guess. I said, "Thank God I got home." And I woke him up. I said, "Do you smell gas?" He goes, "I do. I didn't before." And he goes, I, I must have fallen asleep. So we called the gas company, and they came and said it's there was It's going a, unconscious, yes. Yeah, there was a gas leak, and we sat outside, oh and it was like, damn, that was lucky. Now I have a gas leak alarm in my townhouse that's, that's required thing. by the homeowners. Right. But everybody, should, you should have that, that carbon monoxide thing and that gas and leak and what's stuff. What's the other one, the radon or something that Yeah, comes there, is up? A, there is a yeah. radon one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I, I, I think they're in, you know, I think those are now in the smoke, in uh, alarm detectors, Probably. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one more quick Facebook thing Very much uh, that I put on the uh, commercial Facebook page, which this will be news to you. Um, was uh, I have my I have a car. I have a car, <laughs> have a car issue. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a well. You're the one. It's only the podcast, right? Well, you're the vice president of the podcast, whatever. Uh, so I, I have a car issue, and so they come to get it and, and they take away, which is I'm very grateful. And they they brought me a a, a loaner car, and a car, a, a car. No, no, and it's not. Yeah, it's not the kind of car I would buy. But I, I'll tell you what it is because I put video on the on the Facebook page. Oh. It's a, a big four-door Beamer, and it's luxurious, Car. and it's it's powerful, and it's uh, quiet, it and it's, nice. it, 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 it floats like a mattress. I mean, it's it's a it's a beautiful luxury, expensive luxury car, family car. About well, four by years Beamer. old, it's 2018. What's that? It's 2018. I checked the sticker. Yeah, and it, it, it's a used and, and it's uh, but it's a beautiful car. It's a loaner for the thing, nice so it's a, it's a nice car. Anyway, but I put the video on there because I realized when I went to put some gas in it. The gas tank entry thing, gas thing, is on the right-hand side. You know how you knew you could tell where it was? Yeah, because it's inside on the dashboard. On the ga- yeah, it's I on know, the well, gas I, thing. I don't mean I, I did. I knew it. Thing. Well, I, I knew before I went in because I always look. But but it amazed me. It, it, was, it didn't trick me, but it amazed me. Why the hell did they still do that? I remember that from the 50s. And the reason they stopped doing it is because gas stations then became organized whereby if you pull in with your thing on the right, the front of your car is sticking out into the aisle. And this the main thing was though that people stopped that they stopped building gas tanks on the right because people kept misjudging how close you go to the gas tank and you could hit them or you get so close you can't squeeze in there or you're too far away and Idiots. in fact and in fact no no I'm, I, and I, I swear to God on this, on, on this and I knew it was on the right hand side so so I pulled into the gas station and totally different than I have in 40 years okay <laughs> I swear to God and I so I pulled in to get it on the right and I'm looking and I'm moving and I park and I stop and I get out and I'm at a total angle <laughs> I'm like seven inches in the raw you know <laughs> well you remember in the old days you'd pull in go back and you'd pull your license plate down yeah and unscrew it and do that I had I had a friend of mine whose parents had I think it was a Pontiac or it might have been a caddy it was a General Motors I think that the gas tank was in the Left rear tail light. You huh. bend the tail, yeah. the, the, the red tail light, bend it down, and that's your gas tank. I that. Yeah. Uh, the hot rod that I got uh, screwed out of $150,000 building actually had the gas tank in the trunk. You had to open up the trunk 
And I think, yeah. Well, because it was a it was a souped up thing, and they didn't have room for the thing. And so remember in vacation when they had the family truckster and it was in the front. It was like <laughs> oh. it was in the front right. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that. <laughs> anyway, and the other thing was the the, the the headrests in the back seat blocked the rear view mirror from being able to see behind you. Anyway, but that, I couldn't believe the gas tank is on the right. Well, Why you, would you do that? I still, four years into it, I still think a second because the ignition is on the left. And it's the only car I've ever had the ignition was oh, on the Ford's left. Ford's used to have them on the left. It was, every other car I ever had, Chevys yeah. and Olds oh, no, and every, the older Nissans. Cars, I think my, my old 53 Chevy might have been that way too. But I remember our old Ford Fairlane 500. If I'm not mistaken, that very long silver key, and it was on. From I think a bunch of them used to have it on the left-hand side, or of course you had it starter still bugs buttons. Me. Yeah. It still bugs me. It's the only thing about that car that bugs me you is that like it's it on the left. left. Well, it's you know, fancy schmancy. Then, why, they, why they put reverse? See, reverse to me should always yeah. be far over and back. Yeah. That should be reversed because you're yeah. going back. Yeah. But in this car, in the last two cars I've had, it's, it's you have to go the all the way to left and front wow. to go reverse. And that to me just, it's yeah, counterclockwise. That's weird. But I guess I have to do it because that's the way the car fits or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's engin- engineering is what, you know, comes first with those things. But anyway, that's pretty cool. Uh, now, the other day, just to show you, of actually, uh, uh, coming up, uh, coming up, you're going to hear about Mother Teresa, uh, Kimberly Ger- uh, Guilfoyle, um, Tim Allen and this Corden restaurant guy all coming up with some uh, reaction from Twitter. Also, a bunch of baseball things, and I still can't get over the video I put up there of the uh, pitching th- uh, situation last night. Uh, we were talking about the call strike threes and call strikes these days, and it was still amazing to me. And coming up, a little thing with Mother Teresa next. But first, a reminder, our, uh, I'm, I'm very, very grateful to our Kimmer Show podcast sponsors to help us keep this ridiculous show going. Uh, M&S Tiger. Pawn, and I use I say it because the letters M and S are in the title M and S Title Pawn. It's um, a beautiful little place in beautiful downtown Bremen, Georgia, right there at 306 Laurel Street, Suite A. They're open in person Monday through Saturday, and I'll give you the phone number here in a second. They've been in business there for 24 years, experience in personal finance, locally owned company, simple, straightforward turn, uh, terms at M and S Title Pawn, no hidden fees. They offer a tiered rate for the pawns, knowledgeable, dedicated staff, open communication, potential to buy out your current pawn. Here's the phone number, M&S Title Pawn in Bremen, area 678-821-3337, or on the web, you spell out M&S Title, and so it's spelled manstitle.com in uh, Bremen, Georgia, and our great appreciation to that. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Um, oh, here's a, this is the way our sense of humor works. Uh, as you know, we don't, you know, we, we don't work together for the podcast because we're all in separate places. So when we're here, yeah. Uh, so uh, so we communicate by texting or you know whatever once in a while, and sometimes something will pop into his head. And the other day, I recall talking. Well, why was I talking about Mother Teresa? Was it her birthday or something, or, or the day <laughs> she got the Nobel Prize, up. or something? I think it was uh, there was some anniversary of, of Mother Teresa, and I'd mentioned that when I uh, I met her, and well, I was doing. A, a story on her, and I met her. And you dissed her. Uh, well, after the story was over, I'm going to explain this story. After the story that I worked and the story was on, I met with her, and I told her about my girlfriend at the time who was dying of lymphoma, uh, the famous one who was in the medical books. And so uh, she prayed with me. And uh, I think I made the comment, <laughs> I made the comment, well, of course, my girlfriend died in my arms, so clearly Mother Teresa was responsible for the death of my girlfriend. You know, An imposter. So, so, yeah, she was a, a fake and a phony, and she murdered my girlfriend. A false I prophet. Said, I said something ridiculous. I mean, just yes, joking around, clearly. And you said she had man hands. Uh, well, I, I don't remember if I mentioned yeah. that, but she definitely had man hands. And, and uh, honestly, big, there's a fingers like freaking sausages. I mean, uh, she just, was Albanian. She was, a, well, whatever. Anyway, so I'll, I'm sitting around all last night or whatever and all of a sudden ding my phone pops up and here's a picture uh, you can't see it of course but there's a picture on the phone of, of the life magazine headline cover story of mother Teresa, <laughs> her, her life and her mission 25 years later or whatever and pete says mother says she's had enough of your smack talk about her <laughs> so i wrote back man hands <laughs> to pete and then he puts the video Flounder. of jerry oh flower it's funner that put the video of, of Jerry Seinfeld when he dated the girl with the man hands. He was brushing the big crumb <laughs> off his face with his giant fan, finger hands. <laughs> I'm standing in the checkout line at Kroger, and I never do that. I always go to the self-checkout, but this time, for some reason, I wanted to... It was a cute checkout, girl. So, I, so I'm standing in the line, and I look over, and there's Mother Teresa uh, right there looking at me. Come on. <laughs> really? You actually saw Mother Teresa? <laughs> or you thought it was her? No, it was, the, it was her in the magazine. She was just staring at me from the <laughs> oh, magazine rack. I thought you meant back in the day when she was on. <laughs> so you had to take a picture. <laughs> and I felt bad. There's an old lady behind me. <clears throat> yeah. She came up right as I was starting to put my stuff up. Or I was about to. Yeah. And she goes, did you just tear that 
egg carton in half because I had like half a carton of six eggs. Yeah. And I said, no, ma'am, they sell they sell just the yeah. half ones. Kroger does. Right I don't next. think Publix does. Kroger does. And, yeah. said, and I said, they're right next. And I said, right next. And she goes, oh, well, thank you. Like that. And I turned around. I was putting my stuff out. I said, God. And I didn't think until I got outside, I should have yeah. gone and got her some. I should have run over and grabbed her some. Because she was an older lady. She couldn't get there and back before, you know, it was checkout time. And, God, I felt bad about that the rest well, of the yeah, day. Well, yeah, I hate stuff like that. Where later you think, oh, gee, shall I have done? You know, I, it happens all the time, though. Somebody drops a package on them, and you don't want to know whether to try to help her or not or rush over. And there's little things like that. Well, happen, I rationalized so how it wasn't so bad. Cause it was none if, of her stinking business? Or? What if she had counted her pin, and that's all she had money for that day is what she had in her cart. And if I ran and got those eggs, it would have embarrassed her. Wait a minute. She didn't have enough money to is to that pay. what happened no 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 no, no, no. Oh, no god. Thank god that's like hector saying the guy got one gallon of gas because that's all he got ah jeez god oh and i thought i was broke yeah, and I, so oh, I, I rationalized was die in shame you know it's like that old joke Nick, nixon <laughs> no nixon's talking about he told the story of the poor black child who was harassed on the, the bus all the way for like block after block they picked on him they called him names they, it was horrible just absolutely horrible I, I sat there and stared in disbelief for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe the treatment that they were. <laughs> I thought that poor kid, somebody ought to really, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's Mother Teresa. But that's our sense. Of, that's what we. That's how well, we communicate. Dahmer update. I'm on number two. Oh, my God. All right. And it shows him as a kid. He comes home from school. Uh, again, if you're going to do this. Yeah. This is our early episode. Yeah, there's episode, no big deal. So, yeah. This guy explains why he is. He comes home from school and just mother is OD'd on the on her bed oh for the sleeping pills. She oh. constantly was trying to kill herself. Oh my God. And the, the father comes home and tells the ambulance driver, this is, she's just playing. She just, there's nothing. Oh. And, and the, the ambulance guy goes, no, man, she, we had to bring her back. She was, I mean, she was going to die. And oh the poor little God. kid is sitting there having to watch this. Oh, jeez, that's that kind of would suck. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, I mentioned earlier about the uh, TV show Ghosts, uh, which again is very clever. I and and I, uh, I have to admit that I have a kind of a thing for that little hottie, the little blonde hottie. I mean, she's cute, she's sweet. Uh, I mean, she's just an old. I mean, she's she's almost a, too much of a goody two shoes. I mean, she's just the sweetest little thing. Uh, but I do have a crush on her, and I realized what it was. And I spent an hour this morning fumbling through. I thought uh, all my belongings. I couldn't find it. Somewhere in my possession is a picture from. I'm going to guess the year would be. Let's see, 46, 12, 58. Probably from 1959 or 1960. A black and white photograph of a girl named Lorna Spaulding, who I was in junior high school with, and she was just a knockout, beautiful. She looked very, very similar to this girl that's in the TV show Ghosts. And she was the smartest girl in school. And for some reason, she allowed me to uh, go to her house to have dinner and go down to her basement and kiss her. I mean, it was un- that was the dating back then was a thing. But uh, she was, God, I was, had such a hot on her. And this girl in Ghosts reminded me of her. And the reason I also mentioned about it was because it's it's a picture of her. The picture of her that I have is an actual photograph, black and white photograph, of her in a two-piece bathing suit. Not the teen, not the bikini. The, the bikini was, you know, with his teeny string stuff. But it was a two-piece bathing suit of her on the beach. And I've, I've got to find it someplace because it reminded me just of this little girl here. Anyway, when I was watching the TV show Ghost, one of the episodes I mentioned was on catfishing. And the, the guy's sister... 
Uh, by the way, I like his character. He's, he's he, I, has he been anything else? The, the oh, owner. Yeah, he's in the. He's God, he's been in a few movies. I he, guess I, I just haven't seen it, but I, I, he's really good. The I Ryan mean, Reynolds movie, Free City or something. Free. It was just out where he's in a computer game. He's in that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's re- he's really he's a funny and uh, uh, good. He's just well, he does it great. Anyway, his sister shows up and they finds out she was been, she's been catfished. And I thought to myself, where that why where did they come up with that phrase? <laughs> well, here's where they came up with that uh, phrase. Um, in uh, the 2010 documentary Catfish, a guy named Nev Schulman meets the woman he had been carrying on a long-term relationship with. She is not young and single. She's in her 40s and married. The woman's husband recounts the following story, which inspired the name of the film and gave the name Catfish to what had happened here. Okay? All right. Uh, let's see. They used, they used to tank cod from Alaska all the way to China. Uh, in tanks. They would keep them in vats in the ship. But by the time the codfish reached China, the flesh was mush and tasteless. So this guy came up with the idea that if you put these cods in the tanks in with big vats and put catfish in with them, the catfish will keep the cod agile. These, uh, those are the people who are catfish in life. They keep you on your toes. They keep you guessing. They keep you thinking. They keep you fresh. And I thank God for the catfish because we would all be droll, boring, and dull if we didn't have somebody nipping at our fin. That's the stupidest thing ever. Catfish the movie was followed by an MTV reality show of the same name. And, of course, the Notre Dame football player Monte Teo, the term catfish has gone mainstream. Uh, but it's a narrower definition. Typically now it refers to a person recreates a fake online profile to seduce somebody and it's a verb in doing it uh which is a new malevolent definition a leap from what Pierce seemed to have, have in mind with a catfish who who would make them stir that, up to that, keep that them has fresh. nothing to do with what is going on they don't keep you agile they could confuse you I'm and sorry, lie to you that, and steal from you that is the answer <laughs> are you kidding me yeah because like on dating apps they refer to Catfish is misleading pictures. Like, let's say some chick says she's hot. Yeah, yeah. faking right. your identity. Yeah. But, but only us, the stupidest it, generation ever <laughs> born, would come up with something I that know. stupid. Well, well, they might, might as well have called it dog kissing. I mean, I don't, I don't know. What, I don't understand any of, of this. But that's, but that's the official explanation. Uh, okay, I can just imagine. Okay, <laughs> standing on the dock there in China, and they go, oh, we got a, we got another load of mushy cod oh, in mushy it. Mushy cod well, fish. Uh, asking, what can we do? What can we do? I guess. I got an idea. <laughs> call me crazy. But let's throw some catfish in there with them. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Uh, what can I tell you? Uh, crazy Insane uh, brought something out that I thought of earlier and then forgot about. Uh, your girl girlfriend, she's in a, a show called I Zombie, which was a hit, too. Where I think she played a zombie, but she still had her brain, so she could still think. Oh, really? So uh, yeah, and she was going around trying not to eat brains or something. It was oh my God! Yeah, that, yeah I, I would never have seen that movie. I'm fairly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. you want to talk about a bad? Oh my God! The worst that you got Netflix, right, Flounder? Yes. The monsters. Have you seen that? With uh, the upgraded update. one. Rob Zombie has done. Has directed it. Is it good? 
It's the worst thing <laughs> I have ever seen. Is it on an update Netflix. on the old TV series? Yes. Is, is it a comedy or a horror? Uh, well, well, Eddie Munster. It wants they? to be a comedy. Oh. There are maybe two funny lines, and I'm halfway through it, and I was going to, will this ever end? Because I'm used to 30-minute monsters. It's a two-hour friggin' movie, and it's beautiful to look at. He does all these crazy neon stuff, glow-in-the-dark stuff, and the people, first of all, Lily looks twice as old as Herman Munster. Yeah. It looks like his mother not his girlfriend or his wife the guy who does Herman Munster looks and talks and acts just like Fred Gwynn though really he's the way he laughs the way he talks where are you, you, you think you got, got his start you think you got Fred Gwynn there still doing Herman wow. Munster really? and the guy who does grandpa the vampire yeah. looks like the same guy and talks just like no so kidding. there's a few moments but it's so horrendously bad I can't stop watching it I'll be it's damn. like a bunch of college kids <laughs> it's, it's, got it's, together. They said, "Here's two million dollars. Uh, go make a movie." It's like me watching Supernatural. <laughs> it's it's worse than Supernatural. Well, it's he's like far a, worse. He's like a horror. Oh, Rob Zombie's I mean, he, like crazy he's, he's directed a couple horror flicks and stuff yeah. like that. So, but this is just all this, just he's that bad. too much money, too much time, and no talent. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Um, uh, when's the uh, Holy Crap at Sports Best Podcast? I already did it. I already did it because I got the show. Uh, you want to tease a little um, headline or a topic of uh, the Guardians did something un unforgivable during the game yesterday. Well, now I saw part of it. Uh, in fact, if, if, if it would have been one of the New York managers, that's all we'd be talking about. Frankly, it, to me, someone had, needs to be fired. I didn't see, I didn't see yeah, much. I, mean, I saw what, part of the game. I didn't see right. what, what? Well, uh, they were down like four, nothing, five. They were yeah. down by a few runs. So at this point you can't, you don't score. The big much. monster hit a three run homer, right? Yeah. In, like, it the was first over inning, when he, so, as soon as he yeah. did that, it was yeah, over. It was, so it was Frank Kona already screwed up by putting in a guy in there, Savali that they had already killed two or yeah. three times in a row. Yeah. And he had a fresh rested bullpen. He could have done a bullpen game and yeah. probably would have won. Yeah. But he puts the loser out there and the loser, it was like putting poor Charlie Liebren out there. Yeah. To to hit uh, to pitch against Kirby Puckett, it yeah. was a dumb move, yeah. right? So he puts him out there. Guy gives him a three run homer in the first inning. It's over. Yeah. The game's over. But a few innings later, you tell they can't. They don't score much. They got one guy who can hit the ball out of the park. I and he, I he missed a grand about slam. The third inning. I he missed a grand slam by just. It, a yeah, few I saw feet. that. I, I did see that. Would have tied the game. Yeah. So they're losing by four runs. I think at this point. Yeah. There's two outs and there's a hit to Rizzo at first base and he gets it. And he doesn't have enough time to throw it to the pitcher. So he runs and, and he leaps and dives and touches the bag with his glove. Uh, before the runner gets there, he's out. Yeah, yeah. So he's out. Uh, they're about to go to commercial. Costas and they show him the replay. He goes, oh, wait a minute. From the other angle, it looks like he's safe. So he showed again, slow motion. The runner is sliding into first base feet first to try and get there faster. He, he, he's not only hitting the bag, he's pushing inches into the bag. That's how hard he was sliding. Rizzo's this far away from the base, inches away. It's one of the- So clearly he was safe clearly by Clearly he was safe. So Costas goes, wait, we'll, we'll wait. We're not gonna convert you yet because we're expecting Francona. You know, they're, someone's, yeah. they're gonna challenge. So they go to the dugout. Francona's not even looking at the field. He's looking down at some sheet of paper he's got. There's a coach standing there in front of him who's talking to him and they're blah, 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 blah. And Costa goes, well, I guess they're not going to challenge. And they go to oh commercial break. He says, I guess it's too late now. 
every single team has someone yeah. monitoring every right. single play. Yeah. So did that idiot say, ah, uh, he's out? You always see so, in, the, in the dugout, you see him going like yes, this. Or, I mean, they yeah, didn't even do yeah. that. As, I didn't see them do that. Yeah. So either the eye in the sky said, oh, he's he's out, so don't, don't challenge it. it. In which case, he's fired. Somebody missed it or bad. Some, uh, you cannot give up chances for runs yeah, like that. Playoff game. And for, I watched an ESPN this morning. And they're not even mentioning it. And I'm going, you damn well, if that was Aaron Boone yeah. or Buck Showalter who didn't do that and the Yankees or Mets had yeah. lost the game, yeah. that's all we'd be talking yeah. about. Wow. How weird I, is that? I didn't that? see that. Yeah, I, I, stopped, I stopped watching after the third inning. Now, maybe there was some strange thing that I didn't see or hear later. But I didn't see anything talking about it I didn't see anything on, the, on just going through normal stuff. Now, uh, the, the, the only thing I can think of is Rizzo touched the bag and then kind of pulled his hand back a second, and that's what we saw. But, no, it doesn't look like that at all. It. Wow. I'm surprised the crew didn't uh, have more after. They didn't Maybe make they a big deal know. at all about yeah. it. Wow, that's, that's surprising. You know, if, if that would have been the Yankees, yeah. the fans there would be going nuts. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. I saw a, a text. You were texting back and forth with somebody concerning the Yankees' new haircut. What the hell is a Yankees haircut? Well, you know, Yankees have always been very conservative. No Steinbrenner hair, no had his thing. Hair. No yeah. facial hair. Now, they're allowed the mustache. They let the, the, the porn stash back because Matt no. Carpenter has one. But all those years, Josh Donaldson, a redneck from Alabama, yeah. basically, with they had the those rat stringy, or... ratty mullet and all that stuff, craziness. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you don't even recognize him now because it's short hair, no facial hair and everything. You know, I did. He I, doesn't I play did, very well. didn't recognize him. I know. You don't recognize him. He's not the same guy. I remember thinking, that's Josh Donaldson. I remember I, we came up to, and I thought, oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I remember seeing that part of it. Huh. Well, I guess maybe I don't, they're all nuts. And yeah, and some of them look so ratty. I mean, uh, some of the other teams oh, the, are left. Oh, my God. The, 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 the Brandon Marsh, for the, <laughs> the center fielder for the Phillies, who's from here, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and there's geez, a couple other guys on the Padres. How, first of all, it's 100 degrees in July. How can I, you have hair like that? Hair? I don't get it. It drives me crazy. I don't get it. Uh, let me ask you this. Oh, uh, by the way, for the record, I hope the Yankees get to the World Series. I hate the Yankees, but I love watching John Carlos Stanton and uh, the judge hit, hit put the, come to the plate. I mean, I, I can't help but they love to watch those guys. They ain't past the Astros. I don't think they're getting past I, the Astros. I don't think they will. I think I think the Astros are probably the best. And I don't, I don't, I don't like the Astros. I don't, I no one likes don't. the Astros. But the problem with it, the only thing that will save the Yankees, because they are they've got to be tired at this point because they're going to play again today, um, the Astros may be what the Braves, a little too much rest. Yeah. Well, that's true. It affects pitching for sure and a lot of other oh, things. Oh, pitching gets better. It's batting. A, at the batting, the hitting is well, what's some, what gets worse. Some pitchers with too much rest sometimes lose the yeah. junk that comes off, off their That's only if they're, pitch, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, also, I couldn't believe this, and I put it on the Kimber Show Facebook page. I'm other, I, unbelievable. You Darvish is up there. Just was it last podcast. We were talking about it. Yeah. I said, it's amazing to me. Uh, all these guys, and, and we all played Little League Baseball, so we know I've been frozen on pitches before, and, you know, we've all been, you know, I got I should have swung at that. Uh, it, uh, but in the big leagues, um, I mean, uh, one after another, I keep seeing these guys taking a call strike right down the middle. I mean, it's no. not even close to being outside. Or, and it, it's not, I mean, fastball right down the middle, like batting practice. And again, last night, um, and we talked about it, and, I, and, and Pete and I both said, well, this is because they're guessing curveball and they can't pull the trigger in time or whatever. Well, and we you would, has 11 pitches to guess. From. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. He's got nine different curveballs, um, but uh, breaking balls. Anyway, um, so sure enough, last night, I'm watching the game. 
game, and you, Darvish, uh, strikes out a guy, call strike three right down the middle. So I taped it, and I put it on Facebook and sent it to Pete. And then, uh, you know, then another batter, I think, maybe gotten a uh, hit or a walk or whatever. Second guy, call strike three right down the middle. I'm thinking, oh, my God, my head's exploding. So I said, put that video on Facebook and sent that to Pete. And son of a bitch, the third guy <laughs> called strike right down the middle. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm going to die here. I said, I think this is God's way of saying, okay, you've experienced everything you could. You're dead now. I mean, I couldn't believe it. We were just talking about this. One, two, every single bat. They strike out right down the middle. That's Call strike three. How can you not swing at a pitch that's close on your still? You have two strikes. Uh, uh, the two strike thing got me. When he did it to the fourth and fifth guy, I'm thinking, okay, somebody Jeez. in the analytics or the coaching staff has got to say, swing the effing bat. I, I, because I, he's I throwing even, a strike. I didn't, I didn't even video the next one because I thought, I, I, I can't He did it to four or five of them. <laughs> I know them. it. I kept going. I can't believe they went. He looked unhittable for a while. Till, I couldn't till believe Harper, it. And once Harper hit that home run, you could just tell Darvish's entire demeanor yeah. went to, oh, crap. Yeah. It was astounding. Because Wheeler again, pitched the game of his life. Yeah. I, again, I couldn't believe it. It just struck see, me. And the Phillies hitters were so mad, they were throwing the bat down I know. at home plate. So either someone was telling them not to swing... I don't know what they, they're telling them. Well, Whoever it was was wrong. Now, also, you know, these pitchers these days, you see them bring a little card out of their hat or their pocket on the, d the tendencies of the batter who's up to bat. You see that with outfielders and in, yeah. I mean, you see it with all of them now. They have a card in their back pocket. Acuna keeps it in yeah. his glove. Yeah. It's just like, that yeah. would drive me crazy. So now maybe it's, you know, maybe says the guy's going to guess uh, breaking ball on strike three. Or, I, well, I their analytics know. probably said he's not going to throw you yeah. a strike or strike three. I, get, I don't know. But when you keep doing it, some point... Some Somebody's got to think. I couldn't believe swing. it. Right down, right, the, right down middle. the middle. So Every at some time. point, do you think batters will start wearing a earpiece? I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I, I was I was freaking amazed. I think the pitchers. <laughs> it will get to the point where the pitchers will have the thing where they will decide what pitch to pitch, especially the veterans. I was totally and completely with, with certain uh, baseball teams. Who calls the game? Is it the catcher? Is the, it the manager? They get together before the game and they decide, okay, this, 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 and the catcher knows it more than the rest. Yeah, and, but and, you and know, and he's the one that basically. But sometimes the manager will have signal to the catcher because you'll see sometimes yeah, you'll the see the manager them. every time in the dugout's giving us like you know the quick th signal to the catcher Some or it's not to the first base coach. Calls, I'm not, but I mean it's uh, and it's every pitch. I think Larusa used to call pit call every pitch. And well, Yadier. I think Molina caught most of his pitches. Yeah, well, of course, he's a Hall of Famer waiting to happen. But, but again, I mean, I, every time they show them, in, in, every, after I pitch, you know, tell them, I think I'm, I'm flabbergasted. The manager would want to even do it. I guess it's like the, uh, let's see, um, a couple of uh, uh, bizarre uh, personal things. Oh, uh, early voting, uh, a quick thing on early voting. Um, Did you? I forgot. I forgot, too. <laughs> I forgot, completely forgot about I it. I totally forgot. <laughs> well, I, mean, I had my car to worry about. I was driving a thing, and I had to go to the thing and I did you know stuff so and I was going to this you know stable and I had stuff and then the car issued things so but I, I totally absolutely totally forgot and as it turns out they said we, we set a record for early voting as so much for keeping black people from the polls uh, apparently the uh, fast start will pr uh, more than 133,000 people showed up which is like twice what happened uh, in 2018 uh, in the off-year election uh, probably going to break the 3.9 million voters who cast ballots four years ago. Um, uh, locations open for three weeks plus at least two Saturdays. They say about 40% of the voters were black. 
uh, higher than their normal share of the registered voters. So apparently there's some going 50% of the voters were white. Hispanic and Asian make up 1% of the turnout. Well, that's early voting. We'll, we'll talk about Jim Crow 2.0. What's that? <laughs> Jim Crow 2.0. Yeah. Those slime bags. Call, you know, it, that's just uh, the entire Democrat Party, the leadership right on down. Jim Crow 2.0. We have, be- we have better voting uh, availability than Colorado, and that's that's why they took our all-star Easier game Easier than New York. Yeah, right. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, by the way, I also did the same thing. Right. I was thinking about voting yesterday. Uh, the last two or three times, I've gone to the same place, the library in Sandy Springs, <laughs> and each time they say, "Sir, uh, they, you they, don't vote here they, anymore." They changed it, and, yeah. I, no, and I, every time, I was like, "Write Crap. it down." Didn't they send you a thing in the mail? They should have no, sent you a little. But card. I should know by now. Yeah, I, I do it every time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not here anymore. Your memories, you're pulling into the parking lot. Oh, Go crash. home. <laughs> you're <laughs> going no, the wrong no. way. Um, <laughs> as you know. I occasionally uh, will do things on. Uh, I was going to do some uh, some newsy stuff here, but I'm not ready. I don't feel like it yet. Right. Um, oh, I did hear a funny thing last night on Jesse. Uh, I think it was last night on the Jesse Waters show. Well, on his texting, somebody texted in at the very end. They texting Jesse, and one of them said uh, over the picture and the video of President uh, Pervert. The uh, uh, crime family head, when he was eating his ice cream cone and talking to reporters and so forth, and one of the guys texted in the name of the, uh, the flavor of that ice cream was uh, Disappoint Mint, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I thought was, was fairly clever. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the, this idiot who's in the White House now and is coming up. But first of a couple of uh, Twitter things. Uh, did you see that uh, Tim Allen was getting roasted? Absolutely creamed uh, because he had the uh, the nerve. See, I got to find a story here. He had the nerve to ask who is the person in charge of being woke. Uh, he said, "Who is the face?" Of woke, and he put it on Twitter. Yes, uh, do wokies have a clubhouse in someone's backyard? Maybe a cute yet safe playpen someplace? Well, some of the responses. Uh, in a world full of James Woods, Dean Cain, Tim Allen, Kevin Sorbo, John Voigt, and Scott Bayo, always be a Dolly Parton, Henry Winkler, Willie Nelson, Betty White, and Neil Young. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Grammar, Kelsey Grammer, John Voigt, all wealthy, white, conservative men with very lucrative careers. Uh, they also elected another celebrity, Donald Trump. Perpetual victimhood and whining about the mediocrity. But, but they're achievers. <laughs> I know. All of them are achievers. <laughs> I know, that's what kills me about the Twitter reaction is just, it brings and all out of the, those are losers it out the worst in the losers to talk about people who are actually the achievers and, and we've <laughs> known them our whole life who the losers were yeah. uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo says he hasn't been able to get work in Hollywood in 12 years because he's Christian and conservative can't act uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he says he's pitched some of his movies to Netflix who didn't want them but if I played a radical Islamic pedophile terrorist I'd get nominated for Academy Award yeah. uh, add Christie Alley and Ted Nugent to You'd have that for the horses' asses of the apocalypse. <laughs> and now it's getting nasty. The fact that Tim Allen spent time in prison for cocaine distribution and still got another chance at life, then ran a show that was essentially a reboot of his older show into the ground, and then complained about woke cancel culture will never not be funny to me. So, so uh, the same people that want murderers let out of prison <laughs> yeah. are mad because he... Because he, he got a second chance second after chance? going to prison. Yeah. He went to prison. Yeah. I mean, he did it, you know. This uh, 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 guy says, oh, remember that time that Tim Allen avoided prison for selling coke by diming out all his friends? 
Uh, and then another one in. Who's the face of Tim Allen? And it's his mugshot. Uh, who's the face of Coke? Tim Allen. Uh, what do Sylvester Stallone, Tim Allen, and Pat Sajak have in common? They all waited. Okay, Sylvester Stallone, Tim Allen, and Pat Sajak have in common. They all waited to tell their audience, their diverse audiences, to go blank themselves until after they made their fortunes off them. Did Pat Sajak say something bad about he, his audiences? Say, no. Sajak's just been conservative for a long time and very outspoken. Do you see Stallone's new show? No. Well, it looks pretty good. It looks good, but it's, it's, it's basically an American version of Lilyhammer. Basically, you take the mafia guy, and you fresh, go to a small he's town. out of prison after 25 years, and he goes back to the mafia bosses thinking he's going to be rewarded because he kept his mouth shut. Yeah. And he goes, I want you to go to Tulsa. And he goes, you're joking, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they send him to Tulsa. So he's fished out of water, and he goes there. There's no mafia, allegedly, and he's supposed to organize Tulsa. What's the name of this show? Tulsa King. And it's on... Is it, and it's a modern day uh, crime drama. Uh, no, I think it's on Hulu. I think it's Hulu. Is it one, but and it's Sylvester Stallone plays. He gets out of prison and wants to go back with a mob, and he ends up they going to Tulsa, to Tulsa to be a, mo- a mobster in Tulsa. Just like they sent little Steven, you know, from The Sopranos, he was sent over yeah. to Lillehammer in the witness protection program, and he starts his mob stuff over in Norway. Oh, it's on God Paramount. Sakes. Which, by the way, you never seen that show. It's a funny yeah. as hell show. Lillehammer. I get a Paramount funny show. on uh, my cable. Yeah, that's it's on Paramount. All right. And what's it called? Tulsa. Tulsa King. King. Well, I'll be damned. And it's Little Homer, basically. Um, uh, Tim Allen. Uh, also, if you thought Tim Allen being a drug dealer was fun, wait until you hear about how America's favorite redneck, Kid Rock, grew up in a Tony suburban mansion with his car dealership-owning dad. The redneck country boy stuff is basically a costume he wears. I mean, it's just, you know, this Twitter thing, I love these. <laughs> like all the Nathan. limousine liberals? Yeah, uh, Tim Allen was a Coke dealer who sold out people to get less time in jail, but he calls members of Congress rats. You know what we call people who snitch on their friends? Rats. So GTFO, I don't know what that is, with your woke bullshit, old man. (laughs) Ted Kennedy murdered a woman and was reelected how many times? Yeah, he was almost president. Almost president. Uh, That's the only thing we can thank Jimmy Carter for. Yeah, that's right. Because he stopped him. Because he was a a, a, a nobody from out of the mainstream uh, politics. But but he, he, he was already president, and Kennedy challenged him. Right. And, they, and, that, and Carter finally found some balls and says, I'm going to whip his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, remember, the, remember the Democratic convention it, where, it, 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 yeah, Carter was there and Kennedy came out because they had to have Kennedy there to re- unite the right, party. Yeah. And Kennedy kept circling and would not come next to Jimmy. Yeah, I, re- I do remember that. And I remember him saying to whip his ass. Yeah. I'm going to whip his ass. Yeah. Uh, Tim Allen was crying because his last show was canceled and he blamed you being woke. The show was no home improvement. It was canceled because it stunk. <laughs> uh, okay, just show. a reminder that absolutely every role Tim Allen plays is some form of bad dad or toxic male that saves his relationships by learning to lean into and accept new and more appropriate social skills and PC acceptance. So Tim, Tim is in fact the face of wokeness, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they just go around <laughs> Now, one other quick uh, thing, which I thought was uh, very amusing today uh, on Twitter. Again, it just popped up and I thought, what are they talking about now? Kimberly Guilfoyle. She used to be on Fox. Uh, she was the heavily made up former Painted mayor of lady. San Francisco's uh, wife, ex-wife. Uh, lots of makeup, big <sighs> boobs. 
Um, I'm a lawyer, you know. <laughs> yeah, a, a former prosecutor. I mean, a lawyer, smart girl, but a real, a real flamboyant, uh, uh, floozy looking, very high maintenance. We all use a man. Uh, anyway, and a lot of makeup. Um, uh, uh, she should be on the housewives Brooks of Beverly Hills. used to Hills. love her. Bro- Brooksy had a thing for her, My yeah. Brooks, anyway, uh, Gil- Kimberly Guilfoyle was trending, and it looked up, and it's, here's, the, here's the deal. In a wild rant tonight, Kimberly Guilfoyle said Nancy Pelosi has had too much work done on her face. And media coverage of Biden's a biased freak show. But the thing, I, so people are saying, wait a minute, Kimberly Guilfoyle yeah. says, <laughs> says someone had too, <laughs> too much work done on their face. What's next? Her boyfriend claiming that Rick James did too much coke. Uh, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle said Nancy Pelosi said too much work done on her face. These people don't have the self-awareness of a dog licking its butt on the sidewalk. Uh, Reverend Allen, I'm clean despite living next to a bunch of coke dealers. I kill cravings by watching a clip of Don Jr. foaming at the mouth and then visualizing getting sucked inside the black abyss of Kimberly Guilfoyle's nether regions and being forced to ask some talking skeleton for directions. I don't know what that means, but it Good made writing. me laugh out, out loud. <laughs> I have no idea what he meant by that. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, whose face is ruined and looks like a hag, said what? Uh, Pelosi is at too much work done on her face. Look in the mirror, Miss Guilfoyle. You've reached the Michael Jackson point of no return. <laughs> my, my problem isn't any work she's done. My problem with it is the makeup. Oh, the, wait, it's just awful. It's like I a mean, New Orleans whore. Oh, ugh. Uh, one day I think I'll see Kimberly Guilfoyle make her tri- triumphant return to television and that show called about botched cosmetic surgeries, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and one more. Kimberly Guilfoyle, whose lips look like two thick pieces of raw liver, said, what about someone else's appearance? Girl. (laughs) I'm a lawyer. That's all and, she used to say on that show. Yeah, well, I'm a I'm lawyer. lawyer. And, uh, uh, anyway, I, and I guess she's still with Don Jr. Probably. And I, I guess she must Poor be doing bastard. a show or she's on somebody's podcast or something. Anyway, and one quick thing. This just popped out of nowhere, and I thought it was fairly amusing. And since we're a podcast, we can do amusing things. Uh, somebody asked the question on, fa- on uh, Twitter, what was the saddest death in any TV series? The saddest oh. death in any TV series. The one that... that- I, the, when I made my nephews all watch the Deadwood, if oh, you never watched Deadwood, the fourth the fourth show where they they shoot Wild Bill in the back, yeah, and and, and that's uh, what's his face, uh, Carradine. Yeah, think more think more stream made. Well, I tell you what, it made. I mean, everybody. I looked over and they were all crying. I well, mean, I think I think. This, I think the survey it had people reacting who are more of the uh, mainstream media as opposed to... Uh, well, about MASH. Kind of How thing. about after when, when McLean Stevenson leaves and Radar comes back in and just shocked everybody? This is the reaction. The very first and almost all the reactions were Dallas? this. Henry Blake. No, no one cared. Henry really? Blake. <laughs> Most Blake. of the main cast members were handed the script just before the shoot in MASH. Many of the extras did not know until filming started. No chance of reunions for a major character in a series not really ever done before. Uh, when Henry Blake's chopper went down over the Sea of Japan in MASH, no survivors, gut-wrenching scene as Radar announces the news. Somebody drops something backstage and you hear people crying. I cried a long time and people were we're still crying about it the next day and by the way they left that actual noise in there because it was real 
that nobody knew that he was yeah. being killed off in the script. Other than that, everybody was silent. The only the uh, when Henry Blake's chopper went down, no survivors. Uh, uh, the cast reunions were genuine. Only Al, only Alan Alda knew. Uh, it was nice to see Henry Blake getting some love. It was Radar, Gary Berghoff's delivery, that really landed it. Uh, but Henry Blake and Joyce Summers are both on the list. I haven't seen anybody mention Bill McNeil, Phil Hartman on news radio. That episode was basically a memorial service. Oh, I uh, forgot for about Harvard. that, yeah. And uh, Edith Bunker and Henry Blake actually cried for them. Anyway, the, 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 the Edith Bunker one where he talks about waking up and she was dead beside him in, in the bed that she didn't wake. And he always thought he'd go first. Yeah. That was that was said. The way he would, but he was just talking about it. Who, you know, who are you talking about here? Archie Bunker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Conner. Edith thing. Yeah, that was. Uh, but the thing in the mash, it was when he comes in and says it, they're all they're operating and none of them say anything and they just they just keep. Yeah. What else can they do? Yeah, but there is. I, I didn't remember this, but there is a, a crash and people crying that. in the background. I don't remember that. And they left it in. The director said leave it in because it was made that much more. I was real. mad. I was mad yeah. that he killed. He killed was a great character. Yeah. He was the best. Well, they were mad at him because yeah. he left. And Potter was, I mean, the other guy who please play. He's the, the, okay. The but he wasn't. He, but, well, he was saying. from Dragnet with uh, Jack Webb, for God's sake. And sakes. it became more political when, when <laughs> yeah. Mike Farrell showed up. And what a yeah, bad that, actor yeah, that he was. was. He, yeah, that was the as first soon as he showed up yeah. and Wayne yeah, left. Was, and, oh, my. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was, was the best one. It was all bad. Uh, uh, coming up, uh, speaking of... Um, well, I know what we're speaking of. Uh, we'll talk about the president and uh, putting everything into perspective and, uh, I don't know, figure out something else, too. But first, uh, I want to remind you that if you are driving along and you see a car you've always wanted and you think to yourself, gee, I wonder if I, I'd like to find one of those one day, how about checking out Swap My Whip? Dot com. Whip, of course, being a colloquial phrase for a ride. Swapmywhip.com. And you might find like-minded car owners who don't want to go dealing with dealerships and middlemen and used car salesmen. And you might find exactly what you're looking for and make your own deal situation. Or maybe he's got a friend with a thing and you've got the whole thing. That's the key. Swapmywhip.com may be exactly what you're looking for. And it's not just cars, obviously trucks and uh, SUVs and campers, boats, jet skis, uh, off-road vehicles, ATVs, all that kind of stuff like that. Swapmywhip.com. And don't forget, if you use the coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R, it's 180 days of free premium listings on Swapmywhip.com. <laughs> And our hand model is Pete Davis today, ladies and gentlemen. What's that? What? <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, the president. Let's. I guess we'll get. We got to get to some of this stuff. I mean, this is. I almost hate to talk about it because it's so. Just I hate Show it. To do. Um, that pumpkin still circ orbiting the camera. Oh, uh, <laughs> do you have that sound bite that I asked you to get? The, uh, the, no, 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 hold on a second. Uh, the, uh, no, no, that's coming up later. The other one was, I can go there out loud. See, I'll just keep talking while you just walk over there and say something to him. This little moment brought to you by farmhouseprintingco.com of Sonoya, printing custom shirts and hats and signs, promotional items, and you can order one, you can order a thousand, doesn't matter, no minimum order, no setup fees, and now they have laser engraving. So you can put it on cups and signs and leather goods, whatever, at farmhouseprintingco.com for all your holy crap at sports t-shirt needs like Drink Up Shriner or all the Kimmer Show, uh, Jack the Good Boy, 
Boy, uh, Shannon Burke, whatever. I don't think they're, I don't, he's never coming back. He's gone away. So I'll keep talking. Farmhouseprintingco.com of Sonoya. Here we are. He just remembered. So I, I was thinking, my God, I hallucinated. I never said it to him, but we have, <laughs> we, we don't, like I say, we don't always get in the same room together to plan this out here. But anyway, uh, just for, have you, are you okay? Are we all set to go here, uh, yeah. founder? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the president of, of the United States, president who showers with daughter, president pervert, uh, has done it again. Uh, he was giving a speech the other day, having people to try to sign up for a new government program to help them with the canceling, whatever it was. Uh, and this, uh, apparently they put uh, the wrong thing in the teleprompter, and this is the president of the United States uh, just uh, the other day. Incredible. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> One of the funniest lines in the history of t everybody in the He'll say theater. Anything you put in. Everyone in the theater fell out of their seat. Well, uh, I'm not making this up. The other day, he was announcing a new federal program. And it was on Monday night, and he was talking about a new website to stop fraud with his student debt thing. By the way, when, when, when finally Congress goes Republican, can they stop that debt bailout thing? Can they just reverse they, it? They won't. God, they freaking won't. chicken Republican. You know, honest, the first thing you should do is, is reverse everything. I know. The, the tax plan, the, the IRS thing. Everything. Cancel every, all those 87. I mean, I mean, honestly, everything, 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 gone. The first, the first day. They have the purse strings. They yeah. can do it. They, they won't because they're freaking cowards. Uh, anyway, he was trying to talk about the, the websites, fraud, da-da-da. So he announced the launch of online applications for various uh, levels of so-and-so. So he's stumbling along promoting the website, and he, he says, here's the way he put it. He said, if you have any questionable calls, please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud, DOT, FTC, DOT, gov. In other words, he was spelling out the word dot FTC, dot gov. He actually spelled dot instead of saying dot gov. Uh, it was mocked by social media users. Now, one time I spelled it out when I was telling someone how to get a hold of us at the kimmershow.net or whatever, because the period came at the end of a different paragraph or something, so I didn't want it to yeah. look as though it was over. Anyway, uh, but he actually spelled the word dot in dot com. I go to D-O-T-C-O-M, D-O-T uh, com. That's what I was. Go to D-O-T com. Oh, my God. Time has come. Just Tim Young, Washington Times. Biden is so gone that he will literally read any words they put on the teleprompter in front of him. Report DOT FTC. Glassy-eyed Biden gets another absolute ass-kicking from the teleprompter. <laughs> Stand strong, Joe. You're the only thing standing between us and Carmella. <laughs> Can't make this up. They put the word DOT in the teleprompter and he literally got so confused he spelt it instead of just saying dot. Uh, Joe Biden spelled out DOT. That's the... Uh, web address today. He really is Ron Burgundy. Uh, he was attacked. Oh, and also, they talked about the gas prices. Uh, when somebody said, Mr. President, the gas was $7 a gallon. He says, oh, okay. He said, well, you know, uh, the, the rising gas prices, that's always been the case here. And, you know, $7 a gallon, that's always been the case here. You know, it's not what nationwide gas prices came down about $1.35. They're still down over a dollar. Oh, then he says, but we're still going to work on, you know, housing. Housing is the most important thing we have to do right now in terms 
of that. He's just, oh, am I yelling? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, God, I am yelling off the thing here. Uh, but, but, You're in full federal voice he, today. There's two gaps where, I mean, this is how his mind works. He said, oh, $7 a gallon. Oh, it's always been all right. It's always like that here. Well, he, this, okay. I've thought and of that then earlier. Said, then, he's, of course, housing he, is what we need to, you know. He's has, when was the last time you think that man pumped gas yeah. or paid for gas? Yeah. He's been riding the train and living off government trough uh, I know. since he was 29 years old. I know. It's uh, and again the business with the seven dollar gas. Oh my God! Uh, he doesn't know what's going. It's like George Bush the first. He didn't know what was going on in the yeah. grocery store. None well, of them do. Well, uh, well, now for that, I kind of, I, I, mean, I, I think I remembered the same thing. That was about the time when all the grocery stores suddenly went to this business with a zing, zing, zing. <laughs> yeah. And I remember the first time I went through it. I went, uh, what the hell is this? So I, I mean, I, I can see where the president wouldn't be. But I don't. Well, for example, I remember uh, going on the air that day. This was what, like nine? What the hell year would that have been? Eighty, whatever. whatever. Ever. Anyway, yeah, 89, 91, 92, whatever. And I remember going on the other day and saying, oh, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how much a gallon of milk is. I have no idea. Mm. I need a gallon of milk. I put it in the cart and go pay for it. I don't know how much it is. So, I mean, you know, who, who, who of us, you know, is familiar with it? Anyway, uh, another uh, president uh, crime family uh, stumbling through another speech on abortion yesterday. He gave the speech during a Restore Row rally at the Democrat National Committee in Washington, D.C. Uh, your president, who showers with daughter, uh, tried to and turned into a tramp, uh, tried to express his support for abortion rights and Roe v. Wade. So he said he pushed hard for married couples in the bedroom. Just ironic. Uh, quote, the right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed. The married couples in the privacy of their bedroom. Oh, excuse me. I'm thinking about the Dobbs decision. Um, and, and the uh, Oberjeje fell. He mispronounced that. The Supreme Court decision. Uh, and he concludes by saying, uh, thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, my mother would be very angry. Uh, I apologize. So thank you very much. I'm sorry. Uh, that's the president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. I think you just dropped your glasses on the floor. Oh, well, I'm telling you, I was in such shock, ladies and ladies and germs. Hey, Mr. President. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes when you go on these rants about him, it just seems a little ironic. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I never got to the uh, the court. You hear about the court and restaurant thing? Have you ever been rude I, to First a, of all, who cares I don't really about care James about Corden? Yeah. I mean, he's gone. He's leaving yeah. anyway. The only, I, I, I thought it was a funny story. He was in a restaurant. He was rude to the staff. So the owner banned him. Good. And then Gordon apologized. So he said, well, you can come back. But it reminded me, I mean, he, he was complaining about the food and the service and whatever. And, and, I, and I wondered, have you ever been really nasty to a service person? Yeah. I, I, think, I think most guys, don't we, don't we go out of our way, especially if Not you're with to. a girl? Oh, yeah. I go out of my way to be very polite and very uh, generous uh, just to show just that you, you treat people with respect. Oh, if you have a problem, then you, you know. I leave you, and I talk about him on the air. <laughs> well, I remember the guy we, 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 when we had, when Nancy Zintak told us that we were going to nighttime when they had, and that was, that was Dr. Laura was doing yeah, her show it, and our station hired her. And so, but she wanted to go live in California from noon to three, you know, from well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, from noon to three. Anyway, so it would have bl it knocked my knocked show instead down. of three to six. It knocked me from like five to eight or some ridiculous. Yeah, she wanted to go 11 to two or live or, or whatever. Anyway, so we suddenly, instead of going three to six or whatever it was, we went five to eight. 
p.m. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, and we had a meeting at the at the state with the uh, the lobster house or the fish house, steam house, lounge. steam house lounge. Um, and and I, oh my God, I, it, was, it was so bad. And so we get, so I'm, I'm meeting at steam house. I, they were there first, and I, I get to come to the Mikey was there, Mike Rose, our producer. I get to the steam house lounge, and they're already at a, one of those tables outside on the deck, and it's in Buckhead. It was a nice day. It was outdoor throughout, leading outdoors. Okay, so and I, they're already at the table. And it was kind of like this round table. So I get there and I get myself a seat, and way over there, kind of like 30, 40 feet away, is the waiter. And so I raised my hand, I just went like that to tell him, I've just, you got another party over here. And that's all I did. I didn't yell, I just kind of went like this. And then, and nothing happened, and he was kind of wandering around or wandering around. And so finally, I kind of, you know, did it a second time, and he got all snotty. Yeah. And so, uh, and so he came, finally came over and said, well, I saw you, sir. You know, one of those really snotty, you know, one of those kinds of, you know, right in the mouth, okay. right in the kitchen. Well, I saw Give you. Give me a freaking drink. Yeah, I saw you, sir. I said, well, I didn't know if you saw me or not. That's why I was trying to get your attention. He said, well, you know, you didn't have to. And so he starts arguing. I mean, I couldn't oh, freaking no, no, believe no, no, it. No, no, you know, and, and so, and finally I said, I, I said, just give me a margarita or something or whatever like that. And I, I get, I, you know, and he walked the balls away. And the more I got to thinking about it, I guess he came back with stuff and he was really snotty again, too. So, so he go, he disappears and, and I get to thinking about it. And I said, I said this is bullshit. I said, I'm going to complain to the manager. Karen. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I go downstairs oh, no. to the bar, and, and, and he's back there, and I say, I want to talk to the manager. He's the manager. Oh, they tried to He was the manager. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll get him. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> anyway, I mean, that's a true stuff. Well, now, the bad part, yeah. I shouldn't say it, but the bad part was um, about, about 10 days later, he was dead. What happened to him? AIDS. He, he was that sick with AIDS and he was handling food? It may not have been 10 days, but it was shortly thereafter. It might have been a few weeks, but uh, honest to God, it was, uh, and, he, and that's what got him. There was, remember Vickery's? Yes. Vick, I don't know no. if it's still open. Yeah, but I remember. Vic- I went yeah, in I there with Vickery's. my girlfriend one night and she worked in the restaurant business. She sold them their meat and everything. She knew all of those people. And yeah. we went in there late one night and we, we sat outside. It was kind of crowded, but not too crowded. And there was another party outside. And that party was mostly gay men. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we come in, the old heterosexual come, we sit down and there's a gay waiter that's serving outside. There's only them and us. Basically, he's got two tables. Oh boy! So he he's not working inside. He's got two tables, and he comes out and comes out and says da 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 to them. Ignores us. Comes out again. Ha ha! You know, laughing and joking. Oh, just telling them they're all friends. Blah blah yeah, blah. Having a good time. Goes back. And at this point, you can tell him getting steamed. And she was she was like a little mad too because well, you know I work with these people. Don't don't cause a scene. I said I'm not gonna cause a scene. And, <laughs> By and, these people, she meant people in the restaurant business. Right. Clearly. And, and he comes out the third time and then a the fourth time. And totally ignores us. And I'm like, uh, he sees us. And yeah. I'm like, and at the fourth time I said, hey, <laughs> why are you ignoring us? I'm not ignoring you. I said, you've been out here four times. And at this, this point, she's mad. She goes, four times. And you want, why, why won't you talk? Well, I'll be as soon as I can. I said, no, you're going to do it right now. You're going to talk to us right now. Either tell us why you're ignoring us or you're going to take our damn order right there. Now, she's as mad as I am at this point because she's never been treated like this ever at Atlanta restaurant. And he got all snotty, blah, blah, blah. I said, you know what? 
screw this. Yeah. I don't need this. Yeah. So I got up and, and I left. And, and and my girlfriend goes, well, that kind of sucks. I wish there was something we could do. So, oh, there's something we could do. <laughs> that's the sub, that guy right there, that's the subject of my show <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> and I went on there and I talked about them for at least an hour. I said, the worst service I'd ever had, blah, 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 blah. I'll bet there was somebody the reacting day, after that. <laughs> there was a letter waiting for me from the manager of Vickery's and owner. Yeah. Apologizing, Baba, because I said, you know, who, who my girlfriend was, and yeah. she worked for Buckhead Beef, and she worked for Inland Seafood, and all these things. They're the ones who give yeah. them their, their deals. Yeah. And basically, uh, there was a letter saying, oh, my God, this is so, well, well you come back and, you know, free, yeah. blah. Uh, yeah, it was, they, and to their credit, the, the response was instantaneous. Yeah. And they, they said they'd had problems with him before. Well, and the whole to, thing was, he was going to help, he was going to wait on the gay people and yeah. the, screw the heterosexual right. couple. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. Of course, by the time he's, you know, he, it was clear that if you said something to him that he was therefore then ticked off and confronted, you know what he's going to do to your food back there. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's no, no way, way that eat. you're going to eat. Yeah. No. If you have a problem with a waiter, it happened to me one, one other time, too, at a business meeting. In fact, it might have been a might have been a radio business meeting and the guy and the waiter was just really snotty i mean just you know oh anyway i might have a funny story do you guys oh, know God, what for, for you to, for do you, you know what tip stands for <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a funny man. I, I forgot this part. As you're walking out, there's a fence where you could kind of see someone's head, and yeah. they could see you as you're walking. As we were walking out, and he had this smug look on his face, and I said, "You, sir, just became famous." <laughs> you don't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I can only imagine the the satisfaction Clark Howard must feel when he goes somewhere and no one knows who he is. <laughs> and someone gives him bad service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love it. Uh, let's see, let's see. Where's all my stuff? Hold on a second. That's not Kimberly Twitter. I did that one. Catfish, Tim Allen. Uh, oh, I think it was one of my... Oh, there it is. I got it. Um, now, uh, President... Uh, screw. Oh, uh, 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 President showers her daughter also got caught... Uh, trying to convince the mayor of El Paso to lie about the emergency of the uh, illegal yeah. aliens sneaking into the... I mean, this is unbelievable. What If that had been Donald Trump trying to... I mean, holy smokes. If it had been, you know, Donald Trump's son with a laptop, I mean, everything you can think about. Um, uh, it, it turns out now that uh, uh, senators say that the FBI has volumes of evidence against Biden and the family, including Joe and his brother. The evidence that Joe himself not only knew about Hunter's dealings with communists and so forth and dictators, but he was part of the crimes. The word is the Russians paid Hunter's company $43 million when Joe was vice president. By the way, where was Robert Mueller on all this stuff? I mean, what a joke that turned out to be. He was supposed to be a, a really serious, no. legitimate. No. I mean, what a scout. He didn't even remember the name of the company that was involved with it. Pay yeah, just unbelievable. Anyway, um, and where's the so-called Me Too movement about the latest of, uh, you know, the president? Any reaction to him fondling that little girl, for God's no, sakes? It's unbelievable. They don't even stand up for little girls in uh, locker I, rooms that's, that's any, or bathrooms. Yeah, how, how is that possible that, the, that women's groups are not defending r serious, yeah. real women from being abused by men pretending to be women who feel they're women? And if you feel that way, God bless you. You know, I'm glad it's not me. You're crazy. Uh, I, I, well, I mean, you're, you're something's bad. Something's screwed up, Mentally. and I feel bad for you. I won't 
won't discriminate against you unless you try to race my daughter and you're really a guy, then I will discriminate against you. You know, if you want to wear a dress, you know, just don't go near me. But I, I really don't give a shit. I really don't care. But I don't but have to play your game. Yeah, but yeah, but don't don't try to all of a sudden make us tr try to have to do things to accommodate you because you have a problem. Anyway, um, but this business with that, that trial going on uh, about the Russian hoax and the, the Russian guy was involved in it. Uh, uh, Durham is the one who's been doing the trial. He lost a guy. Well, you mentioned earlier in the beginning of the podcast. Of course, the Russian agent was found not guilty on all counts because it was in Washington, D.C. So there's no way that they're going to, uh, you know, they're, they're complain that he was, uh, that the FBI was crooked or anything else. But uh, here is a... Uh, uh, some opinion concerning what happened. I'll just read parts of it here. Uh, Durham candidly admitted to the jury during his closing arguments, knowing he was going to lose, what referred to as the elephant in the room. In reality, the crooked FBI was in the dock throughout the week-long trial, exposed for its years of shameful lies, shocking corruption, and devious cover-ups. It was former director James Comey and his sleazy Confederates who colluded with the Hillary Clinton campaign to falsely accuse Donald Trump of colluding with with the Russians. They framed him for alleged crimes he never committed. The genesis of the lies came from Hillary herself, according to declassified documents. She approved personally a plan to defame her political opponent in 2016 as a clandestine Russian mole. Her campaign manager, Robbie Mook, confirmed that at an earlier trial five months ago. Remember that? No one covered that no. either. Clinton's acolytes covertly funded the specious dossier authored by the now disgraced Steele, who was already pocketing cash while on the FBI payroll. Hillary's cronies and political operatives not only furnished the fabricated garbage in the document, they disseminated it to the Trump-hating, loathing media. With the FBI as witting accessories, the Russia hoax took flight and a dilating witch hunt ensued. Any intelligent person who has ever read Steele's preposterous report knew immediately that it was bogus. It read like a dime novel penned by a halfwit. Although the Bureau was unable to verify the dossier, that didn't stop the FBI from exploiting it. Comey signed a warrant application to spy on the Trump campaign by vowing under oath to the FISA court that the faux document was verified, even though it was not, and the dossier was credible and Steele was reliable, even though they all knew he had been fired by the FBI for lying. <laughs> that's from Greg Jarrett, and that, that's the perfect synopsis of yeah. all this put in together. And even though the Russian agent was found not guilty, the truth is it was a coup from the beginning. It started with Hillary, and someday someone, I, I, I guarantee you that some spy agency has her emails. Something. If she sent him on a on a on a, tele on a, on a what do you call it a keyboard of a of a <laughs> one of those same computers, it's isn't it somewhere up there? I don't know. The cloud? It, don't, don't they? Does I thought the CIA knew everything that came into the world? No one understands the cloud. No, no one knows. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't I have, like have three any idea. Yeah. I, don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> one shape like an elephant, the other shape like Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Uh, one more thing to let you know that uh, that uh, uh, President showers with daughter, you know, wants to make a big deal with Iran. Here's what our, our friends in Iran are up to, just very briefly. Uh, there are now more protests going on in Iran after a 16-year-old girl named Azra. 
Panahi was assaulted in a raid on her school. Apparently, Iranian security forces uh, go into classrooms and they singled out this 16-year-old girl because she refused to sing a pro-regime song when her school was raided. So they took her out uh, and with a bunch of other girls and beat them to a pulp. And the 16-year-old girl died from the beating. Wow. Of course, Iran security officials say, well, no, that's, you know, that's, we, it, was, it was a guy. It was some other guy that did it. We really didn't do it all. Uh, and her uncle went on TV saying, no, it was a heart condition. Yeah, she died of a heart condition. So her own uncle was scared to even come, come after murdering his own daughter. Uh, apparently, there, uh, the 22-year-old woman uh, was responsible for viral video of protests after she was murdered for not wearing her hajib properly. She was 22 years old. That was back in August. August. Um, anyway, the, the, <laughs> it, it's just uh, that's Iran. That's what's going on in modern day Iran. Hard to believe. All right, hold everything. Uh, I did the Kimberly Gill for you. I'm all caught up. I can't believe it. I'm so caught up. This is very, very cool. Um, bro, speaking of uh, Iran and uh, people like Russia, Brittany Griner's still in prison, and she had her birthday in prison, and she turned 32 yesterday, and so there's now a new We Are BG campaign, hashtag We Are BG for Brittany Griner, and they can post messages to her. Or Trump something. had the UCLA basketball team out of China within a week after they were caught red-handed shoplifting. Yeah. How long has she been in prison yeah. that Biden can't do anything? Yeah. Eight months. Yeah, that uh, might be a while. Um, she oh, may that's... never get out, as long as this war is going on. Yeah. Why should he let her go during the war and we're, we're screwing him? I, believe me, I, I guarantee that's not on his front burner right now. No, nope. you don't give a shit about <laughs> her. That's, 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 and there's not enough pressure being put on him yeah. to bring her back. Well, what, 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 what are we going to do about it? I mean, at this point, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting mad. Yeah. I, 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 at this point, it's, she's an American, wrong, whether yeah, I agree with her or not. Yeah. She, you know, the hell with this. Yeah. Well, what, but, what is he doing? But, again, but we're mad at our, at, at the results of her being over there and the fact that there aren't any results of what's happened because of being no, I don't want him trading, you know, killers for yeah. her, but. Yeah. But well, eight months in Russia for a vape pen? I mean, please. Yeah. Um, and speaking of international uh, military type things, uh, have you heard that, the, you know, that there's a, a, a very famous uh, K-pop band uh, in South Korea called BTS? Yeah. And they're uh, big on social media and uh, TikTok and that kind of thing. Well, there's under South Korean law, men in South Korea between the ages of 25 and 20, or let me see, uh, 25, no, 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 that's, that's not gotta it. be lower than that. Uh, let's see. 18. BTS members must serve in the uh, military. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, you don't have the act. I well, thought it was young, in here. I'll find young. it. Anyway, uh, the band's members are, are getting up in age, and you have to serve in the military by the time you're 30. Uh, the band, most of the band members are 25 to 29, but one guy named Suga turns 30 in March, and so now they all have all decided that they will end their debate on whether they should be granted exemptions because they're famous artists as a band, K-pop band members, and they've now decided this is going to look bad, so they're going to go into the army in Good. South Korea. Elvis went. That's right. They're going to serve the military. Looking forward to reconvening as a group around 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Three years, they'll go five weeks of combat training and then go to specific units and duties probably over. be able to work as a band I'm assuming in a, in a like a, a USO yeah. kind of deal or yeah. I assume some kind uh, they will likely be allowed to continue practicing and join with the group for tours overseas 
whether they were serving the army has been a hotly debated issue. Um, let's see. Uh, the band with its members uh, launched in 2013 is a, a legion of global supporters who call themselves the army. So there you go. Anyway, they're going to go in the army. And by the way, I, I'll tell you, I, I mentioned it quickly, just for the record. I had a hell of an awakening uh, when I went in Viet to, uh, when I got to Vietnam. Like the first day I was there, it was in time. It was a uh, Tet Offensive, so there was a lot of shit going on and stuff. But but I rem I remember <laughs> I, mean, I I hadn't been in country probably six hours or something, and I remember seeing somebody fired a round into a into a billet where a bunch of where the South Korean army was staying, and somebody fired a round into the building. Man, those guys came storming out of that building and were going nuts. They they are the most dedicated. Uh, ferocious fighting as a as a whole group. Yeah, why didn't they win? Oh my God! Yeah. I, I, well, that was you, you know, know who's more was, ferocious. Uh, well, you know, maybe the they learned Kong. from the maybe they learned from back in the fifth. I don't, you know, I'm saying, you know, anyway. Uh, so they you don't fool around with the South Korean Army. Uh, you, oh, you, I thought you meant South Vietnamese. So. No, 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 you oh no, South oh, no, South Vietnamese. No, that there oh, was okay. a good reason why they lost. Yeah, the Koreans are <laughs> badass. The South yeah. South Vietnamese didn't want to have a war. They wanted to you know farm yeah. their rice patties oh, yeah. and sell their fish and just go about their business their it really wasn't that big you know it wasn't effective. anyway it, it was outsiders who who, who said no, no wait a minute we got to take care of this i'm t and I, again i'm not trying to sound like a, a pro it was, communist it, Vietnam. Was, it was the french and the russians and yeah. the chinese and the americans that yeah. were telling them what the hell right and, and again the, all the people i met were going you know and, in fact they used to say you know it never really got bad bad till the americans came and and to them that that's when it all all the hell started was well all of a sudden we got bombing in cambodia and now, again, I'm not sounding like a peacenik because I think we should have been there because our country wanted us here. Obviously, it was, uh, you know, the, the Tonkin Gulf Resolution and the Domino Theory. It was a bunch of horse shit, as it turned out, I guess. But still, I, I'm, I'm glad I went. I, I, I would do it again. My country wanted me, and, and I was very happy to volunteer. Anyway, uh, but it was South Korea. Guy, those guys are freaking maniacs. That generation of liberals who are pretty much running the, the country now yeah. were the ones screaming and hollering about the big, bad government, which was right. Democrat by the right, way, administration, right. lying to start a war. Right, LBJ, it's, Kennedy, yeah. And then they yelled at Bush, uh, lying to start the Iraq right. war. Now they're in power, and they're lying through That's their right. teeth to That's keep right. power. They're doing the same thing that they accused yep. everybody else of doing. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, getting worse and pricier. Um, do you know Danny Masterson in the yeah. 70s show? He is a former star of the 70s. That's one of them, 70s show. He is in court now. It's actually going to happen. Uh, three women say he raped them two decades ago. Uh, they are all, and he's got, uh, the key figures in the trial are either all current or former members of the cult of Scientology. I'm sorry, the Church of Scientology. Uh, uh, Masterson is 46. And the judge doesn't want this to become a Scientology hearing, uh, but he's charged with raping the women uh, 20 years ago at his home. He's pleaded not guilty. How are they going to prove that? Three of them. I don't know. I, I, unless, you know, I, at this 20 years ago? Yeah. Literally 20 years ago. 21 I mean, this years has been ago. going on for like, this case yeah. has been pending for like five, six yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, so long, why it was finally allowed here? I, destroyed I his him career. his career, yeah. He had a hit show with uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he, that, uh, what was it, that 70s show? No, there was the one that they did, were doing now that was uh, on Netflix or something where they were on a ranch somewhere and Sam Elliott was on the damn show. It was a hit show. Huh. And they took him off of it because of it. Wow. Uh, coming up, we're going to do Holy Crap at Sports with Pete and uh, maybe a comeback Actually, for... We're like two hours already. I mean, we are... Oh, oh we aren't? Well, yeah, then, we're then we're let me let me mention it. this. Our friends, our friends at deadcrowdefense.com. 
Dead Crow Defense. They are not a gun store or an arms dealer except for you. They are your personal arms dealer. It's true. Your personal gun dealer. Uh, they took care of uh, Flounder when he needed 9mm ammo. They've got the ammo. they got the great prices for it when nobody else can take care of you. All the regular custom common calibers. But if you're looking for the hundreds of other calibers that are not custom or that are not common, they can do custom orders and take care of it. In fact, I'll give you a phone number here to call them if you're in a pinch for something quick. The phone number for Dead Crow defense is area 678-576-9117 or you can shoot them an email at sales at deadcrowdefense.com and they'll get right back to you immediately if they have things in stock it goes out the next day no fooling around old-fashioned customer service uh, and don't forget if you go to sales at deadcrowdefense.com and go online to use the promo code kimmer k-i-m-m-e-r at checkout for 10 percent off your first several orders Orders at deadcrowdefense.com. And again, it's not just uh, guns and ammo, uh, personal security items, uh, safety gear, stuff like that. Check it out. Look them up. Deadcrowdefense.com. Your personal arms dealer. And uh, tell them the camera sent you. They're good folks and they definitely take care of you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Uh, turns out Jake Fromm has been hired by the Commanders. Yes, good. And uh, he'll be the, like the third string because he got hurt the What about his education? He's taking <laughs> classes in Georgia. What's that all about? Yeah, I don't understand. Anyway, Jake Fromm's <laughs> going to make a thing there, too. Um, what do you do? Do you tell the professor, I got to drop out because I was signed by the NFL? <laughs> does, does the professor care? Oh, my God. Uh, Flounder, do we have your musical note? Did you get the message from me also? Sex. Yeah, if you would, if you would hit here, but uh, what's that? Yeah, let's just do uh, it. Flounder's not too happy with the camera asking him to do sound stuff today. No, I just, I, I've never heard this. You never heard Baker Street? I, oh my God, are you gonna play Baker Street? Well, well I've spoiled the surprise now by trying. To <laughs> I can do it for you, right? Oh God, this one, yeah. Everyone's heard this. From Steelers Wheel, Jerry Rafferty. There we go, right here. 
2014, Raphael Ravenscroft died of a heart attack. He was only 60. He did this, the sax riff on the Jerry or Gary Rap Gary or Jerry? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Rafferty uh, hit song, Baker Street. He was paid $35 for the session. Uh, in pounds and shillings, it came out about that. Uh, and the check bounced. So his lawyers kept it framed in the office, and by contrast, uh, Rafferty got a check every year for $100,000 in royalties, and that song is known for that riff on the saxophone to this day. He died young, too. Jerry did. Jerry Rafferty did? Well, that song clearly is a killer. It's just not good. Uh, 1968, Jimmy Page's New Yardbirds became Led Zeppelin. The Who's Keith Moon said they'd go over like a lead balloon. They arrived in New York for their first U.S. tour with Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page on lead guitars, but Beck got acute tonsillitis and quit the band. Then he later formed the Jeff Beck Group, which gave the hideous and uh, horrible Rod Stewart his first major exposure. It was an incredible story. Uh, a couple of historical notes, 1917, women volunteers from the Salvation Army deep-fried the first donut during World War I for American troops in France. Uh, 2012, this is the 10th wedding anniversary for Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. They got wow. married in Italy. Beautiful. Congratulations woman. to them. Uh, 1987, Black Monday, the stock market plummeted more than 22%, making it the second largest drop in history on a single day. The other markets around the world dropped. 20% what? I'm thinking about Jessica Biel's ass. Oh, she was. she's a great-looking oh, woman. She's a good-looking woman. And, and, and she was in that movie where she played, where, the, where they killed the her, and then, but she didn't really die. The Magician's... Magician movie, yeah. yeah that's one of those, about, the uh, Prestige some tri- or something. Yeah, the, pres- the Prestige, I think that might have been She started it. on Seventh Heaven, didn't she? Yeah, she was a, the, the yeah, teenager. Yeah, she's a great-looking woman. Oh, yeah. Classic, just like a, oh, a classic oh, Grecian oh, beauty of oh, some yeah. kind. Um, I'm sorry, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. I anyway, leave. Black Monday... Uh, uh, the computer yeah, yeah, cell yeah. programs triggered the like dominoes. Um, 1927, two tribes of native aborigines are seen fighting a full-scale war with spears and clubs, wearing only war paint and no clothes. A <laughs> hundred miles only from Perth, Australia. And t- it was 1927, and they're still having naked spear fights. Well, hell, in Australia, they had not one but two wars against emus. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew it could take a bullet? (laughs) Uh, 1960, the U.S. places an embargo on exports to Cuba. On the same day, Martin Luther King Jr. is arrested along with 50 others here in Atlanta after a sit-in at eight stores in downtown. They were protesting the Democrats' newly elected anti-trespassing law, which was enacted to stop exactly that. Uh, 1982, John DeLorean is arrested in an airport motel with a suitcase with a $24 million worth of cocaine. He was set up because he needed money because his aluminum gullwing car was a piece of crap and about 80 horsepower. Uh, but the British government gave him a bunch of subsidies and brakes because his factory was in Northern Ireland. In Northern Ireland. Yeah. And he needed the money, so they set him up, and he was found not guilty. They let 80 him. 80 horsepower? Him, yeah, really? No, it was like 150 horsepower. Had not, it was really a piece of crap. Um, 1781, British General Charles Charles Lord Cornwallis surrenders to General George Washington at Yorktown, Virginia, the f- the last major battle of the Revolutionary War. But he didn't. 
What? He was such a coward. Well, not a coward. Oh, that, yeah, he gave asshole. somebody else his he, he sword. He claimed sickness, and he sent out somebody else. Yeah. And that guy tried to give the sword to the Frenchman, and the Frenchman went, no, no, no. no. You handed it to that man yeah, right over I, there. I remember that now. I forgot. Why didn't they put that in there? They should have had dinner. I forgot I that. Thank you. Because it's a British person. 1781. That's right. It's a British guy. <laughs> On the same day, by the way, in 1814, in Baltimore, it was the first performance of a poem put to music under the title, The Defense of Fort McHenry. Oh. At the Holiday Street Theater, 1812, it would later be published under the title, The Star-Spangled Banner. 1944, the play I Remember Mama opened on Broadway in 1944, making his debut appearance, Marlon Brando. Hmm. 1969, Vice President Spiro Agnew referred to anti-Vietnam War protesters as an effete core of impudent snobs. <laughs> it's like the, uh, uh, the, uh, the negative nabobs of negativism, the nattering nabobs of negativism. Uh, 2003, in London, magician David Blaine emerged from a clear plastic box Ta-da! suspended over the Thames, Thames River, <laughs> surviving 44 days on only water. Did you see that some rapper got, just got injured, seriously, doing a Chris Angel thing oh my God. where he was oh. underwater and chained and everything? And it didn't, it uh, went, why would you want to... It went awry? <laughs> yeah, that's, there's only one bad thing that could happen. It's all the other thing. Is there one good thing or one bad thing? Yeah. Anything that killed Houdini, I'm staying yeah. away from. Uh, congratulations to the father of Atlanta, Evander Holyfield. Yeah, really. He's 61 today. <laughs> he was born in Alabama. I didn't Is know there, that. I didn't know that. Yeah. And again, we, we went to... I bought his boxing gloves at an auction for our private school when I, my final wife and I and I, and I bought at a, a silent auction I, we went to the thing and I bought his boxing gloves red boxing gloves signed by Vander Holyfield the next day I got a phone call uh, somebody else said I'll bid you on the back of the sheet yeah so I had to take him back and get. But anyway, but that night when we left, uh, uh, they were. I guess was he there? I remember we were leaving, and oh no, it was like Evander Phillips, oh, Hollyfield was there or something. And and my wife thought that was him, and was it went oh, up to this no. black guy and said, "Congrats, I've always uh, enjoyed this." And I'm going, "Come on, honey, we got to." Uh, <laughs> uh, John Lithgow, seventy-seven. Michael Gambon. He replaced Richard Harris as Dumbledore in Harry Potter, eighty-two. John Favreau, the director, 56. Chris Kattan, 52. I never got his act. Uh, never thought it was funny. Jeannie C. Riley, I hosted her with Tom uh, T. Hall and Bobby Bear in, uh, in, in, when I got back from the Marines. Jeannie C. Riley is 77. and I, I, I was the MC at her concert. She was very sweet. Ty Pennington, and a good kisser, uh, 58. Ty South Pennington's Park creator uh, Trey Parker, 53. Tony Lobianco, remember that name? The French Connection actor, 86 years old Nobody today. remembers that guy. Uh, artist Peter Max. You know his work at all? It does a lot of sporting type stuff. I met Peter Max. Eight, no, did you? He's, he still does things. He's 85. at the Wentworth yeah, Gallery. Murals and stuff like Fitz that. Plaza. Yeah, still he's very stuff. interesting. Uh, Desmond Harrington, he played Detective Joey Quinn on Dexter. He's 46. And Jillian Jacobs, who played Britta on Community, yeah. is 40 today. All right, sorry, boy. It took too long here today. That takes theater time. There you go. Let's go. Let's go. So we get to the... Uh, the job interview. Job interview. <clears throat> There's a woman and a guy. Women and a guy. This is weird because the woman's asking the question of the guy, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, I'll be the woman. All right. Yeah, I can answer. Can you type fast? Yes. That and many other words. <laughs> well, that, can you type the word that? <laughs> yeah, T H A T. And they're all for Here's a little sum for the effort. With one hand, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's T. No, it's T A. No, T is on the left hand. Right, look at it. F A S T. They're all left handed. 
not T. T's le left-handed, and then H yeah. is right-handed. Where's there an H in fast? Oh, I thought you said that. <laughs> oh, oh can you, I thought you said, can, uh, can you type that? I'm sorry. I thought you said you could type the word that. That's what I thought. Well, like say I say, night, Gracie. Well, good night, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. You're killing me. Look out. Ura, Semper Fi. I had a herp and herp. Well, thank you. God bless you. <laughs> Lord. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. <laughs> 